Looky here. You want to Kindle, you got such a big mouth. And we, we are sick of it. What do you mean, who's we? You know who. Hey, this is where the big boys play? What a joke. I tell you what, you go tell billionaire Ted, you tell him get three of his very, very best. Maybe, uh, maybe the Nacho Man. Oh, no. And maybe, maybe he get the Stinger. Ooh, I'm so scared. You go get anybody you want, because we... What do you mean, we? We are taking over. You know, having been like checked out of pretty much everything wrestling related for like a year plus. Hell yeah. Just like saying Brandon Stroud's name out loud is just gonna be kind of <laughs> like, oh shit. You feel it, it's you feel chaotic. it deep. I'm, I'm letting it back in, yeah, it's, it's scary shit, man. Awesome. I, like, <laughs> I watched that goddamn Black Cat match and I was like, what are fucking Stroud had to say about this fuck? I, I used to read that shit because I was just like, starved for anything that was sure. that. Also, I had a friend who read his stuff and like loved him. So I was like, I'll just read this so I know to talk to fucking Chain with or whatever. Match reviews and, are cool. I, mean, I love to watch match reviews or read match reviews back in the day. Yeah, and you're like, fucking, what's, what's this fucker have to say about goddamn Black Cat? But the thing wouldn't load. It was that day where Twitter wouldn't load, so I just thought it might have been my internet, but maybe. Oh, Stroud. Stroud take it away from me because dreaded Twitter would not load. <laughs> it made sense at the time. Yeah, well, you were. It was the universe telling you to back away. <laughs> um, okay, well, welcome to Wrestling Is Gross. My name is Bucky. My name is Siobhan. Da, 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 da. Hi, hey, hey, everybody! It's, uh, my name is Paul. Paul, one of it's the. It's been a bit. One of the hosts of the. You've never been on this show, have you? No, I never have. Wow, that's fucked up. I'm really sorry, man. No, it's, <laughs> it's fully understandable. I've barely been online. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. Um, mostly what I do online is record this, and I watch Sergeant Slaughter matches and talk, and then like write a bunch of notes about how they're like gay or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's mostly what we do now. Um, Some real classic Slaughter shit, you know. Oh yeah, well, you check it out. Episode fifty-eight, a classic, a, a, a new classic. One of I think one of our one of our finest episodes. Three hours, completely mental. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Uh, so Siobhan I mean, uh, yeah, what do I do online? Uh, I rate sodas I don't even rate them, I just say Yeah, it's good Yeah, no, you found your calling You know my, yeah, that's, that's as good as it gets on there My daughter recently started asking me um, Like, what what are you good at Or what makes you special, shit like that <laughs> When I'm just like, I don't fucking know, man Like, cuts. I yeah. got a, I got like a gay wrestling podcast That 180 people listen to <laughs> My kid's like, are you impressed by that? Uh, all right, well. 
I mean, if you're if you're that age, I feel like 180 is a lot of people. She has no know? idea. Yeah, she has yeah, no she has that, no idea what I've accomplished here. What me and Siobhan really have built. <laughs> um okay well paul one of the hosts of the uh the the bill podberg Goldcast. that's right which is on hiatus it's gonna come back someday we're gonna do we're gonna do more i think i was i was thinking i might just upload those i might like just make one big file and upload all like what seven or eight episodes of that (laughs) <laughs> yeah because yeah. i like lost my debit card and stopped paying oh it doesn't matter them. man i got the file. <laughs> you keep the file you always keep the mp3s if, if not even yeah yeah yeah, yeah. No. yeah no i feel like with that it's like it's like you know when there's like a mango writer or something that like gets really sick and it's like oh it's going on hiatus and then yeah. it's like been like 15 years since it's resumed or some shit that's like, the old podberg goldcast that's kind yeah, of yeah like. even if even if one or both of us dies it will never actually be done yeah, right, right. Well, you know, the spirit of, of, of Bill Podberg will live on and on. Um, yeah. But well, no. the incredible thing is, like, since we started doing that podcast, Goldberg had, like, another WWE title run. <laughs> <laughs> like, headline mania again. That's like, so uh, cool. He is so cool. Yeah. He, he, who, did, who did Goldberg wrestle at the, at the COVID mania, the early COVID mania? Oh, uh, it was Strowman, right? Or Drew? No, it was Strowman because it? it was okay. uh, Lesnar lost to Drew. I like that none yeah. of us know. <laughs> like literally, yeah. n- who who could say? Um, all right, skip. I'm not gonna. Got name. got really overwhelmed by the Boneyard match. I mean, it was, it was yeah. Crazy. Well, that was crazy, man. That, those early COVID times, you know, those were that was like that was the only show that we saw for uh, you know three months, unless you were watching you know Impact, I guess, or whatever was running. But like. Um, it was it was crazy the the boneyard match and that you know fiend and cena um this is going to be the catch all document for us to yeah. all edit um and you can make other sub lists i think you should all be able to edit that um all right so the idea it's an untitled document uh this is the idea is it's the 25th anniversary of the new 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 world order um, oh yeah, you sent this to me on Twitter. I'm gonna throw this in here in case Siobhan, in case you didn't see it. The brand, the I Brandon, the Brandon Stroud. Okay, you got it. The yeah. definitive two sweet ranking of the 33 original NWO members. <laughs> okay, uh, I just want to say we're ranking the NWO members. We're gonna do however long this takes. It's just gonna be a document, and we're gonna have number one, whoever it is. Is it Scott Hall? Who's to say? We'll argue over over who the best NWO member is. And I don't know what we're ranking this on. That's the problem here. That's why Siobhan was kind of iffy on this right. idea because it's not really an idea. Um, <laughs> there's actually no th- no there's no meat to this. <laughs> I yeah. have no idea what we're actually going to talk about. I mean the 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 criteria I'm thinking of is just like the NWO is the thing that is like just really fucking stupid. Like that like is kind of the number one defining quality along with it being really cool um, along with it kind of like being this like weird pinnacle for like pro wrestling and like pop culture relevance. Yeah. That's um, kind of the weird thing is it is sort of this. And then I guess Austin, right on the other Austin versus Vince and the other, on the other show, like this is sort of the peak of visibility for wrestling in America. Right. Yeah. Like we, we talked about that a little bit, Siobhan, we talked about like 99 WCW is like the end of the peak of wrestling in America and we'll never get there again. Right. 
It's uh, it's weird. Yeah, more or less. Yeah, it's well, weird. Yeah. And I, I feel like why that works so well when you look at the NWO, because like with WWE, it was like there was a lot of kind of like intentional, like you feel like the way that they executed the sort of like storyline shit in the Attitude Era or whatever was like more kind of intentional and built around like one or two or three guys that were really popular. Well, Vince, Whereas, like, the NWO know, is just this bloated fucking disaster that, yeah, the, like, was completely unsustainable. Like, you knew yeah. it was just going to burst. So it's like, who embodies that just kind of, like, fucked up, like, excessive? Also, you just have to you have to factor in the, like, nepotism bullshit. Like, and just, like, what the fuck is this guy doing here? Like, I think that, to me, puts them higher than, like, if they're just the kind of, like, anonymous, like, decent wrestler that they were trying yeah, to get. Yeah, like... You know? The thing that is, like, the least, like, the least NWO is some guy who was never, like, a WWF guy. Because that's the yeah. if there's anything that makes sense about the NWO, it's that it's the WWF guys coming to take over. And then it's just like, yeah, uh, th- this fucking asshole, he spent, like, 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 we'll get to someone. The obvious answer is the giant. And how like the giant being in the NWO was like a terrible idea. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Agreed. Let's go. Let's go ahead and put him. Let's go ahead and do our first. Our first little uh, notch. We'll put the giant on here first, and it's assumed okay. that he's at the bottom. <laughs> right. If yeah, somebody wants again, to type that in. Not, this is not to slander. You know, Paul White. Oh, he's great. Um, it's just there's nothing about him that like screams NWO. Right. Um, it's like he could. He should have been. You know, he's like a Andre type monster guy and like looping him in with the like cigar smoking, like, you know, like sun poisoned old man just like yeah. doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. I mean, his first, like the, the minute he de- after he debuts, fucking Scott Hall asks him, are you really Andre's son, man? And just bl- blows his shit up because he just thought he was funny because <laughs> he's also probably drunk. And you're like, that's awesome. But it's also like, I don't think that's like a. Uh, a secret uh fucking <laughs> well he's yeah all right so the giant is a great call Siobhan um that is truly one of the dumbest calls um I guess well that's one of the first that's one of the earliest like new members right um yeah if can you guys edit this document or did I not did I not fix it I think I can edit I yeah. can't edit you can I can't you can't I don't know how to fix that give me a second um Oh yeah, editing. Okay. Right, oh well. yeah, I can't edit either. All right. Well, uh, so it starts out with Hall on TV, right? In in a uh, denim, all denim, right? Um, yeah. You two were younger than me, so you probably weren't watching Monday Nitro. Siobhan, were you watching? You you were a little like you were watching Nitro a couple years later. I know you were an early. You were like a five year old viewer of wrestling, but you weren't like a two year old viewer of wrestling, right? No, no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know sick if you were, (laughs) I mean, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be out of turn. I would believe it. Um, let's see here. The, the first time that Hall showed up, I was a Razor Ramon fan. I was six years old. Right. Um, but I was established as a Razor Ramon fan. One of the earliest memories I have is literally Mania 10 Razor and Sean in the ladder match. Um, one of the very earliest memories I have that whole show, huge, huge impact on me. Um, and then he, you know, he floats around for a while in WWE, WWF. Uh, Ninety-five is like a good year. They, he, he's got a run there, you know. But he's always kind of Scott Hall was never going to be the top guy. It's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Like he, he's great, right? Scott Hall's the fucking man, right? Yeah. 
We've yeah, never... he's, he's, I, just in terms of like pure presence that like defined what made people cool in that era. There's like nobody really above him, I think. Great in the ring too, though, right? I mean, he is like really solid as like he's like a he's way bigger than you think. Siobhan, we were we watched that we happened to watch that segment of uh, of uh, Nitro from that '99 episode of Nitro where uh, it's Flair in the mental hospital, right? Yeah. Oh, he towers over Flair. Yeah, and but he, and then there's all those other little weird guys that are like the central casting guys who are playing mentally. Paul, do you remember this flare in the mental Fuck. hospital? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's, it's a hell insane. of a hell of a th- hell of a scene. Um, I don't know how to fucking make this so, so you guys can edit this. Um, That's fine. I'm gonna figure it out. The uh, the the thing about Hall is that he is deceptively big. He's so on the surface cool and when he showed up like i knew him as razor you know and i had seen other guys like flip over like i, I was like i you know you see steiner like flair savage hogan like i knew all these guys had gone from the one company to the other i kind of got it but yeah that's the whole thing like you said siobhan the whole idea for the nwo at least on its face when it first debuted was that it was invaders from a from a foreign yeah. territory right um i go ahead oh i was just gonna say i will say i to me the other criteria that makes someone a great nwo like sort of member is like at a certain point it kind of becomes a little bit its own thing that's just about this like weird like oh yeah cartoonish game so it's like and like the excess in that so it's like i feel like uh like not to super spoil but like i have like steiner insanely high and I have Rodman insanely high because it's just like they kind of personify just like, oh, this is like its own thing. And it's like people are just all like buying into it and just like going insanely stupid, um, even if it's not like, oh, my God, Scott Steiner's here. Like the kind of like reinvention to like fit the vibe, I think, is like an important thing to consider or whatever. Right. Well, so it does yeah. totally change, you know, over it becomes a brand and it gets very, mm-hmm. you know, the T-shirts. I mean. You know, the NWO was the first time I liked the heels as a kid, you know? I mean, maybe I had, maybe there's an exception to that. I probably liked a heel or two. And and I think I liked Savage. I always liked Macho Man, even when he was, you know, uh, going crazy and accusing Hogan of fucking his wife or whatever. Like, which obviously that's the best Savage, right? That's kind of peak Savage. Um, But like, you know, the NWO was cool. They're just cool. Um, They they, they sold a bunch of fucking t-shirts. Uh, either of you ever wear? No, I'm not gonna say own, but have you ever worn an NWO shirt? You don't have to. <laughs> NWO shirt. Yeah, I, I I haven't worn a shirt, but I found a like shitty, just like horrendously ugly Hogan NWO poster. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> that I had in like my college dorm room, um, and like yeah, it was like mid cancellation too. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I stuck with it, you know. I, oh, yeah. I, it was just one of those things. It was, like, too fucking stupid looking for anybody to think it was sincere, you know. Which, like, to me is, uh, that's that's the NWO. Sure, sure. I had a, uh, a Wolfpack shirt that had, uh-oh, there's a window sound. Hopefully that sounds really loud on the recording. Um, the, the, it was just, like, all the guys from the Wolfpack. So it was, like, oh, dear God, lots of window sounds happening over here. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, you got Conan, Nash, Sting with the red paint. 
you know, and it's just a horribly screen printed. I think Kurt Hennig is in there, weirdly. Um, not a guy you think of as a Wolfpack member, but I had that shirt, and it was one of those shirts, one of those like shitty '90s T-shirts where like you wash it once, and the the print is basically faded by fifty percent. <laughs> um, so great stuff, great stuff. Siobhan, ever ever been a, a, a you ever worn the merch? No. Are no. you a big fan of the NWO? I like the NWO. Uh, I remember when they fucking. I remember their formation in WWE better than I remember their formation of stuff. Interesting. I thought that was cool as shit, but I'm also like, I just I just don't own that much merch. Don't wear that much merch. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I guess they hit at the exact time when I was like, I'm eight and I I, I wear wrestling t-shirts, and I had a bunch. You know, I had a, I like I had a Stone Cold one uh, where he's like flipping. I don't know. It's like a skeleton and he's flipping. You know, it's a sick ass. It's a badass motherfucking t-shirt um it's uh but i got they they sent me home from school one time when i wore it <laughs> um yeah so i don't know i uh i think that's the whole thing is it's like a brand and it's cool uh but it did start as the guy coming in and i think hall i mean i i i think i said it so you guys can actually edit it now so if you want to try um i've got scott hall the outsider ranked number one the giant all the way at the bottom of the list number two um now, at this point, I don't know. I think we should go through the, the actual origins of the NWO, a story that everybody remembers, obviously. But um, I, I, I want to once we get into it, once we get to like the giant, like to Road Wild or Hog Wild, is it called Hog Wild in '96? I think Please so. Tell me it's called Hog Wild. <laughs> hog Wild. Oh, remember when they went and Hog Wild? Then Harley sued him. Yeah. Harley sued him. Yeah. Harley I Race or Harley Motorcycle? Harley Davidson. Harley da- Harley Davidson like sued Bischoff for like, yeah, you motherfucker, cease and desist. Wait, Hog Wild is a copyright in term? Copyrighted? Harley Race invented going Hog Wild. That's no true. Before. I guess that's true. Oh, okay. It was the Harley Owners Group, apparently. And they're hog? like, no, no, yeah, you can't have this. Oh, the Hog. It's really funny. The Harley Owners Group, we all know them. The Hog, of course. The Hog. The hog. Uh, all right, anybody try to edit yet? Anybody see? Uh, if you can do some action on that, Doc. I love this, talking about this in the show. Um, I think I can't, but I, it's truly fine. Oh, God damn it. Oh, okay. Um, all right, so he shows up. He's fucking around. He, like, they, they, they talk to him at ringside, right? And But it, it really lights up when Nash shows up. And I don't know. Do they appear in the, like, the front row together, I guess, is sort of the deal? Um and they get this, uh, this, one of the craziest things I've ever seen, uh, is the jackknife powerbomb on Eric Bischoff. Um, yeah. I, is it off the stage through a table? It's off the stage. Yeah. It's, cr- it's a crazy bump. Um, and I had never seen an announcer get fucked up like that. And I, you know, I, I guess at the time they've sort of positioned, like they talked to Bischoff, like he's the guy running the show. So even me as a kid, they talked the way that Bischoff is positioned, he seems to be, a, you know, the guy pulling the strings somewhat, and that's why he's the guy they're after, right? And yeah. the Ken doll look-alike, you know, it's a whole, and it, they, they call him out, they call out Turner, you know, um, on screen, which is crazy. For, like, this is well before Austin McMahon feud, right? Um there had yeah. been authority figure feud, feuds plenty of times, but this this felt like an on another level where you're calling out the corporate ownership of the company, you know. 
Um, well, and, and not only that, it's like you're putting over these guys from another company over the rest of the company. Yeah. Uh, that they're, and like that, that's the thing that like Vince, like I, all the like shitty invasion angles that have happened since. Um, like there's a there's a kind of like risk taking on the part of the just because like Vince and like people that run most wrestling companies are like complete egomaniacs uh, that like won't actually admit that like their product is like less relevant or less good or like less impactful. Okay, um, but here's the thing about else's. that. It's it's not unwise to keep your fucking guys strong. Okay, and exactly. that, like so when when the when the invasion happens in oh oh one right oh one yeah. Jesus. Yeah. 20 years ago. God damn. Um, that is often criticized for the WCW guys being made to look like little bitches for huge portions of it. A couple of guys come out looking all right. Some guys need a few years of rehab, like a, you know, like character rehabilitation. Um, and then a few of them hit, but a lot of them do just kind of go away. So that's a good example of like two, two one-sided, uh, you know, really not a not a great look for for Vince's I guess egotism, um, but especially then, I mean because the whole thing was like he didn't want to pull the trigger on bringing in everyone, yeah, because that was a, that was really expensive and that's like a fuck that shit. Well, so that's the interesting anyway. thing. Why, why bother? That's how we get well, the NWO also, back in, right? Yeah, it just it takes a while for him to fork over the dough for Hogan and Hall and Nash. Like it's 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 a very strange that the invasion happens without them. It is very odd when you think about it. And Steiner's not yeah, there. Like, And of course that the, uh, that the WWF NWO exists to take out Ric Flair because it also took forever for Flair to show up. Yeah. <laughs> another guy who comes in in January or something, right? Yeah. Um, well, and I, I think another thing that the invasion really fucked up too was like they had, they, they, it became so convoluted with like the double crossing storylines and shit with WWF guys. I think that's that like, so cool. Was no though, longer man. about. I love that. Sh- I love I, Stone oh, Cold I think it's and amazing Angle. Shit that they turned in, or some of it, but it's like the Booker T Angle shit. Like, um, you know, I I think that's part of what's so great about the NWO's original run is it's just so fucking straightforward. It's like guys from another company. Yeah, coming in to just big time the people in this company and they have to defend it and nobody can pull it off and you know that whole shit. Yeah. Um, well, so that's it, the thing just, though is is what happens with with the NWO is they come in and yes it is straightforward but it's the exact opposite of of Vince keeping his guys super strong and destroying the careers of numerous WCW guys in the process. Um, this is Bischoff saying, I really don't give a shit about anybody on this roster. Uh, I got these two big guys coming in. I'm paying them a lot of money. Hogan's down. We're going to do this whole thing. And I don't, I will sacrifice anything and everything to feed to this monster. And, you know, it was the right call, obviously at the time. Uh, but it does, it's a, you know, three headed dragon that just keeps fucking biting away at anything that comes into the company for I guess the rest of the company's existence, basically, right? Yeah. Like right. even even after well, I, the the specter of NWO looms over 2000 WCW, you know, it's there. Nash is there, being Nash, and you know, Hogan's wrestling Kidman yeah, for some like, reason. Yeah, and like ultimately, the actual personalities involved, and you know, reasonably so. Like I I think Nash will definitely talk about later as like the the guy who sort of. Uh, 
like validates the whole project where it's just like he got to like leave his kind of shitty WWF run that was winding down and just like make a fuck ton of money and then like get out of the business or essentially um, yeah. not that he's ever been well coming back in and out but it's like yeah not fully out of the business it's not a, he took <laughs> a year off or whatever he takes yeah, a solid yeah. year off so i don't know like so that's the thing all right it comes in the third man the mystery partner they're fa- they're facing savage sting and luger yeah um yeah. and it's it's the big moment bash at the beach july 7th 2000 or 1996 um and it's just it it was when hogan comes out we were watching it was the first i think it was the second pay-per-view we ever bought from wcw my dad because um, we bought great american bash the month before and i guess that's where the bischoff the big bump off the yes, stage is. It is yeah and and we were like all right sold Next month, let's see what the fuck is going to happen. Who doesn't want to see Bischoff get fucked up? He's the worst. Well, so that's the thing is, I was not that... With that era of WCW, like, I had seen, you know, some... I'd seen some tapes and whatnot of, like, you know, Flair and Luger and Steamboat and Sting and, you know, the early 90s stuff, late 80s stuff that I would get at the Blockbuster. Um, But then... 94, 95, WCW was just like, oh, that's that other wrestling. Hogan's there now? Oh, I don't know. Like, it took me a while. It took, it really took, like, I, I, I don't know what direction the company's really headed in. I guess Sting is looking cool and he's got, like, black hair, you know? And yeah. Savage is, is badass and Hogan kind of goes away for a little while, doesn't he? Does Hogan go away after the Doomsday Cage match? A little bit, I think. I, I, yeah, so that's the thing. I, that's the thing. Nobody fucking remembers. Did Hogan wrestle at the Great American Bash? Who fucking knows? Like, <laughs> nobody has watched that show in years. Um, but so he, you know, it's it's the great, I think, obviously, the great heel turn of all time. Um, is there a, either of you, off the top of your head, is there a better heel turn in the history of wrestling? I mean, definitely not, like, one that... Uh was like more like it's definitely the most like important one i think like yeah. you could argue about but yeah no i mean it's definitely the greatest heel turn of all that. yeah and I, execution I, I mean it's for, forgiving heenan blowing the call and like saying no i like the call yeah it's i've always kind of been okay with it too guy. yeah i because he was he was always suspicious of hogan that's the thing about right. it yeah uh, Heenan is great in that match because he's just like constantly. He has to root for these losers. He has to root for fucking Sting and yeah. Luger, and he's like, he's reluctant. Fuck, yeah, this fucking sucks. <laughs> I want him to do it, but they fucking suck. These nerds. Yeah, and that's yeah. what he's uh, awesome. Heenan is like that for a lot of the like '96 run where he's you know like he's he is that like uh, un, unwilling or un, you know he's he's not happy to have to to cheer for the baby faces ever, but he absolutely has to you know if he's a Unless he's going to be drafted himself into the NWO, did they ever? Did, did, I guess Bischoff was their commentator, right? Did they ever have a commentator that w- was directly for them? Several. So, okay. Well, they have three. They had eventually. Uh, they have two. They have Bischoff as your play-by-play, uh, and uh-huh. then you have Color Men. One of the worst, uh, even though in theory it makes sense, but it, it's in practice it doesn't because he was so washed the fuck up. Ted DiBiase. Okay. Yeah. DiBiase uh, is an early, early member that he's added almost immediately after Hogan, right? Um, well, and Dusty, uh, too, for a second, right? And Dusty, and yeah, and Dusty in like 98. And you're like, Dusty is also a terrible member. Okay. Wait, I, I put Dusty right, right above the giant. 
Okay. Well, we'll put. When does Dusty come in? Let's let's get him out of the way. Uh, February ninety-eight. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have no idea. I what's happening in February ninety-eight? Is that uh, Sting and Hogan? They just needed a guy. Yeah. Okay. Well, and it was like it was he was playing a role in the Halls of Bisco feud, which is like oh, cool. (laughs) Kind of an ultimate like oh that that I I guess that happened. Yeah, that was a part of the whole thing. That could have sold out any building in Minnesota in 1989, buddy. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) All right, all right. Dusty is above the giant. Uh, I put Bischoff in there, you know, just below Scott Hall. Um, Yeah. Okay. Ted DiBiase joins pretty quickly. I guess we don't really need to talk about the turn. The trash is awesome. They all throw the trash in the ring. Mean Gene is fucking great in that segment, right? Yeah. yeah. That's it's just like, sells the like, indignance so straight well. To hell. Yeah. <laughs> goes straight to that's hell. The, that's the best fucking call. Chibani uh, is the greatest. Yeah. Well, it's amazing, too, because it's like Gene as like guy who's like witness to face Hogan era. Just like, of course, like, the guy who's there for him as a face. Every step of the it's way. Like, he is always yeah. he has been there with him since the since the early since AWA, right? Like Yeah. Fucking yeah. Yeah, yeah they no, they both really joined WWF. It as like a fucking betrayal. Yeah. Know? They both they joined WWF the same month, right? And he's been hating this motherfucker since AWA. So yeah. that's why yeah. he's like yeah. fucking something. Finally. I knew it was right about him but in a bad way. Yeah. I didn't want to be right. So cool. He's, and uh, Heenan is Heenan is a fucking there's a Heenan is a religious character in many ways, which is hard. To, which sounds really stupid, but everything we say on the show sounds stupid. But <laughs> no, he's a faith-based think, character. He is. It's yeah. like he is. He's a smarmy. Like he's a he, he's a televangelist without being a fucking uh, evangelist. He's because he's because he's more <laughs> sure. subtle than Bruce fucking Pritchard. <laughs> sure. Well, and he but he sticks God. to his guns. I feel like and Heenan Heenan is such a well. We talked about Heenan plenty, but. He's he's such a uh, weirdly noble, dignified commentator. Where it just he he it feels like when the only time he's ever contradicted himself, it was on purpose as a joke. You know, he's yeah, just, the character is so consistent. Yeah, and he's like, so such a pro at performing it. Ah, God, Bobby Heenan. Um, okay, well, Bobby Heenan, not a member of the NWO. You got to say you're cheating, and if Hogan had spent his entire career like cheating, but then like Brother, you kids don't cheat. Don't do drugs. <laughs> Don't you want to end up like me, with like, saving Donald Trump and his family and the fifteen thousand people here and <laughs> Trump Taj Mahal from the earthquake, or whatever the fuck that uh, great promo uh, for promo is great it's promo completely coked out. And you're like, and you know, just like this fucking guy. I don't have time for this guy. It's yeah, this clown. All right, but with that said, all right, Hogan. Let's go ahead and rank Hogan. Hogan's below Scott Hall or above? Uh, it, it does, none of this works without Hogan, I guess, right? I, I think he's I think he's below just because, like, you don't get... Like, it's Hogan aligning himself with, like, Scott Hall brain yeah. that, like, makes the whole thing. Well, and that was like, the story, too. If you don't have too. those two guys to establish, like, oh, this is the bad guy from, like, decade plus in, you know, the Fed or whatever. Yeah. Um... So it's yeah, just not, he, he, it just doesn't he, mean anything. It's he, like if Hogan just like hits a guy with a chair, you're like, oh, I guess he's evil now. Sure, you know? but this is like th- this. These guys got in his head. They recruited him, you know. And there was yeah. always darkness in Hogan. We've seen it, and we saw it. You know, they were doing teases of it, right? Where he was like the dark, the dark side of Hulkamania. Fucking dark side Hogan. That yeah. shit is so weird. <laughs> yeah. So they're pushing some of this stuff. They're just like they're you know just like Sting 
is not the crow, but he's sort of proto proto crow in, in, in you know at Bash of the Beach. He's not the stinger anymore. He's just that's Steve, and he's gonna fucking beat some ass, but he still has to put paint on his face because it's like they have to sell the toys, you know. Um, uh, Hogan defines the NWO. I uh, Siobhan below or uh, above Scott Hall. Below, but that's right. more like he doesn't provide the attitude. He provides like he provides the money. The credibility. That's the thing. That's why DiBiase is such a crappy member because it's like no, you know where the money's coming from? This guy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's he talked about the contract he signed, you know, and so would that's the thing about Nash and Hall too. Uh, we'll do we'll save Nash for a little later because Nash is actually <laughs> Nash is the one guy who is kind of in every every iteration of of the NWO, right? He's kind of the actual through line when Scott Hall has to go to rehab and Hogan yeah. decides to film yeah. a bad movie or whatever, or just take a six month vacation. <laughs> yeah. um, all right, Scott Hall one, well, and, Hollywood Hogan two, and I think with Hogan too, it's like you have to remember that like. Uh, Hall and Nash have both like been heels on like major national That's levels the thing. before. Hogan and has so never like been a character. Hero. Yeah, and it's like the idea that like the, you know, the fucking definitive babyface in the history of pro yeah. wrestling is now a heel. It's like you can't really, yeah. yeah, you can't really overstate how how much that sort of like. And I, you know, it's also perfect because of just how fucking uninspired and horrible that WCW run leading into it. Yeah, it is rough. It, you know. Yeah. What I mean, are the, what are the good? Happens, wait, what are the good like, Hogan like ninety five? Are they, is, is he the Vader matches? Are those good? They're good. They're not great. Does anybody bleed in those? What was the fucking I? I the like insane like uh like smoke and mirrors stable that the dungeon, dungeon of, of doom. doom yeah yeah fucking dungeon of doom yeah. yeah yeah which is like yeah it's just it's fucking awesome but it's well like, that's man. what leads to the doomsday cage match right at uncensored 96 which is yeah. so, sort of the it, like that's the that's the that's the turning point that's where like wcw is going to die if they don't do something else besides this whatever this is that they're doing (laughs) as much fun as it is to watch like in a weird way the four horsemen teaming up with the dungeon of doom and it's like a 12 on two and fucking tiny lister is there right fucking jeep swenson's there jeep swenson there was a guy named the final solution yeah (laughs) and that man that man went went on to be bane in uh sure and fucking robin Robin, yeah that's right Uh, they had and they changed it they changed it to the ultimate solution which is like still just diet final solution (laughs) like i mean that you can't i don't think there's anything funnier that's ever happened in wrestling because it's like just nobody knew it's like of course if there's like a room full of like people paid to like think of ideas to make public yeah triple k one place where nobody's gonna know what the final solution means is like 94 WCW. Yeah. Well, they, they got that big cage and they're just like, all right, we got the big cage and there's all these guys, right? And that's, that. Who, which one is he? Oh, never mind. I don't, it's okay. Uh, is one I of these guys beefcake, the I think. All right, Sully, you want to use the cage? Let's use the cage. <laughs> I can't do the, I can't do Bischoff's horrifying shoot voice where he sounds like, well, I, I don't know. I can't, his, what's worse? The, the shoot voice of Bischoff or his uh, gimmick voice? I feel like it's his gimmick voice, but his shoot voice is also terrifying. He's a grading uh, person. He is a very, like, he is a, nail, a nails on chalkboard kind of, but I, you know, obviously that works for character. Um, yeah. I, I don't know if, was he a good commentator? Oh God, no. Yeah, I didn't think so. He didn't like, so that's the thing is like when the guy booking the show is also doing the commentating, we've talked, we didn't, we talked about this recently. Um, it's like, it becomes pretty clear. Like this guy knows 
the story to tell you know it's it's nice yeah. it's always a good thing to have the vince always kind of knew whether he executed it well or not he knew at least what stories he was pushing forward with each individual segment right um so he knew the talking points to mention on commentary uh yeah okay bischoff i got i i, I like bischoff we'll talk more about bischoff in a little bit um we'll talk about his in-ring work because boy um it's good shit the... I, I have to interject. Sorry. Just final solution Wikipedia page. Oh, <laughs> Go for uh, it. <laughs> uh, James Kahn eulogized him. Okay. Because uh, he was sick. in a movie cool. with uh, James Kahn where he played his bodyguard. I'm just, I'm just trying What's to think What's the movie? Like, Does oh, it say? Was it Rollerball? Yeah. He was at uh, uh, Bulletproof with Damon Wayans and Sam. Oh, oh sure. Yeah. 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 Wow. Um, yeah. There's some amazing shit in here, man. Uh, cool. Reportedly could not take a shower properly, put on a shirt, or walk upstairs due to avid steroid use. <laughs> That's fucking America. Oh, God you love damn. to see it. He you couldn't take it. a shower. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Couldn't sit in a chair in the shower. It wasn't it, like it's too. The shower wasn't big enough. I guess. Uh, yeah. What's the final solution's real name? Uh, Robert Swenson. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jeep. Jeep Swenson. Swenson. Okay. Right. Jeep Swenson. Swenson. Yeah. You yeah. Or you said it earlier, so and I was like, oh yeah, that guy. Yeah, it's a star-studded match. I'm just thinking about James Kahn just, like, you know, pouring one out for the final solution. At a yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. Is James Kahn still with us? conversation about it. Oh, yeah. He's posting, like, crazy, too. Oh, James Kahn is fucking great on, on Twitter. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I'll have to look into that. Um, okay, the famous – this is um, – what is this? The, is this the end of July? Um, the It's an outdoor show at, like, in, you know, in Universal Studios or some shit. Um, or maybe it's some sort of, it's not spring break, but they're doing an outdoor show and they, they have a sort of invasion. Um, Hogan's got the belt at this point. And this is where, uh, macho man like climbs in the, the limo and it drives away with him in the fucking sunroof or something. Right. Um, and then Ray Mysterio gets lawn darted into the production truck. Yeah. Um, so yeah. iconic stuff. Like some of the, I think that's like one of Nash's. That's where that's where you really see Nash is just like um, a monster when he does that to Ray. You know, um, that kind of changes the game for me. That was because I, I, you know, at the at the time it was such a whirlwind of like, holy shit, Hogan's a fucking heel. Um, and then the He's teaming the, up with Denim Dan and the Tall Dick. Yeah, it's great. Like, yeah, it's fucking Vinny <laughs> Vegas is here with uh, Hulk Hogan. Like, it's just it was crazy. Um, and then it turns out they knew how to book the TV, basically. Like, it's really good. If you watch those Nitros from summer of, of 96, um, especially, like, right after the, the bash and, and going towards, like, fall brawl, um, hot TV. Really good shit. Um, and that, that's, like, one of the great segments in Nitro history, probably, is the Mysterio Lawn Dart. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Origin jo- of the Hulk Hogan spraying the letter N meme too. <laughs> right. The all right. Oh, so God. Hogan didn't have the belt yet. He wins it at Hogwild. On Hogwild. A, on his head. That's right. He went Hogwild on the Giant. Yeah, he did. Um, First of two fam- famous moments after the match, Hall and Nash held the World Championship belt aloft while Hogan sprayed the paint, spray painted the letters NWO on it. Uh, the belt would appear in this fashion for most of the next year while Hogan was world champion. So that was... Which is so fucking cool. It was, was so cool. Was that the first time that that gimmick had been done? I had never seen it. Well, like title defacing? Yeah. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah, it's really... It's a, it's a cool... It's so scummy. Like, the whole thing is that they... That they 
they should be scummy guys when they're trying to be scummy guys. And then if they want to be something else, then they can be. But they have to always, like, have that scumminess to them. They're a cartel. They're like, it's like, you four horsemen, yeah, you guys ain't shit. Because that's the whole four horsemen thing is that they're drug dealers, basically. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. So that's huge, Drug right? doers, but not drug dealers. Um, <laughs> Hogan had defeated the giant before. Um, famously knocked him off the building. Right. Kobo Hall, yeah. What? When is that? After the uh, Monster <laughs> Truck Sumo fight. Yeah, that's World War Three, ninety-five. Is that right? Havoc. That's all Havoc. 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 So that's what's that? Uh, what? Ten months prior to this. Um, yeah. And Hogan beats him. I don't know. Is that match good? Hogan versus at Hog Wild with a bunch of drunk bikers like revving their engines. I bet that's worth looking at. <laughs> I bet that's a weird Hogan like trying to relive his past glories kind of match, but now he's the bad guy. Like, I bet that's a weird, I bet that's a strangely worked match. Um, that show was so funny with like the, uh, the, uh, fucking bull Nakano Medusa, uh, <laughs> loser has their motorcycle destroyed match. Oh, I don't know that. Just, <laughs> and it's just Bischoff like destroying some Kawasaki fucking ninja. Oh, to, and the crowd uh, loses it, the- huh? Yeah, though you're, uh, but the crowd doesn't give a shit about anything. Oh man, Bischoff is such a child. He's really funny. Yeah. Bischoff, it's so funny. The thing about Bischoff is that he is like such a Tom Finland ass motherfucker. His like <laughs> weird like put on voice and his and his terrible motorcycles and the leather and the karate. This is like he is such a funny protagonist as a human being. It's just yeah. that like you actually have to spend time with this guy and you're like, oh fuck. No. Yeah. You think he went it for the COVID out. rally? He definitely was there, right? For the COVID, the COVID uh, Sturgis rally? Oh, probably, yeah. He probably still goes every year. Those, those stories of them, like, all drive, like, riding their bikes from Atlanta to Sturgis. And, like, like Nash, like, talked about it and how, like, he'd fly in and he'd be there for a day and then they'd all show up looking like shit because they just rode fucking Harleys for two and a half days. God. <laughs> hilarious. Hilarious. Um, I gotta, I'm trying to get a full list of every member. Oh, my God. What a long Wikipedia page. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, this cage is not. Match, is there a cage match? All right. Uh, can, you, yeah. can you link it for right. me? Yeah. My site, cage match. Yeah, you're Here's the thing. I'm on a mission to fucking civilize cage match. Yeah, sure. I'm sure. not here to talk about any bullshit. I don't want to talk about any fucking New Japan matches happened in the last, like, eight years or whatever. I just want to talk about fucking 20 Minutes in Hell and Yard Call and Dwayne Hisadero and fucking sure. Peraton Kong. Well, so that's and the I thing, just, is you're just trying, to, want, you're trying so, to balance it. You're trying to yeah, restore I, some balance. if someone just sees Peraton Kong, they're like... counter strike Oh, and yeah. then they're like, all right, we'll follow my bull. It's like, all right, r- what the fuck is wrestling is gross. Yeah, the oh. anti-striga. So this is actually, this yeah. is a shorter list than I, this the, this cage match list. Uh, yeah. I, interesting. I mean, you can go really hard with like the Wolfpack Hollywood shit. Well, we're going to do it. Just, we're going to do it. Right, okay. Yeah. I got, a, I got the it. list of New World Order members on Wikipedia. And we're going to enter a fucking NWOK hole. It's coming. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's right. New, new, new. Uh, 62 <laughs> members of the group in its existence across all of the all the iterations. Uh, Not so, even counting Eric Young. Does He's it? only a member of the band. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. Good joke. Nice work. Um, okay. All right. All right. Uh, Ted DiBiase comes in after after the spray paint. Oh, actually, the, she, they spray paint the belt, and then uh, 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 B- Beefcake gets up there, right? Yeah, yeah, but this is when they cuck Beefcake. Yeah, they pretty... don't let him in yet. 
No, oh, yeah. I Beefcake's gonna be high on my list. I'm just that's okay. Beefcake, you could argue for I, it. I unironically agree. I unironically agree. Because it's it's the epitome of like um like wow. Okay. You know? Well, I'm gonna like, tell you this. Like we're an edgy rebrand. I mean, because just he's the best. You know. He's like the wrestling nepotism guy. Sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's the most. Um, Absolutely. I want to tell you this, Paul. This is uh, this came up on. I don't know if it was the last episode or the one that's going to come out after this, but um, I did not know that the disciple was Brutus the Barber Beefcake at Leslie. I did not know that until like 2017. <laughs> <laughs> and I watched yeah, every I mean, Nitro. I had no idea that that was the Booty Man. No fucking clue. <laughs> which is so. That's what's so amazing is like you know the whole point of the NWO is like oh it's this new, uh, uh it's this WWF guy like but he's like kind of acting different. Whereas with him, it's like he's just completely unrecognizable. Like it could be anybody. It doesn't matter that it's Bruce Beefcake. And it's like yeah. it, it, he's yeah, already on like his third gimmick. In yeah. WCW in this fucking run because he yeah. was, God, he was the he was Booty Man in W. That was WCW, right? Yeah, and he was Zodiac. Zodiac when he debut and had the, the, the butcher, the butcher main event, the butcher. the butcher. Oh, he might have been on his like fifth, name. fifth or sixth. Yeah. <laughs> All That's right. Let's, awesome. So, are his matches good? Does he have good matches as the disciple? Do we know? Going to guess no. All right, but, but he I looks good. Say he... no, but you know what I'm going to say. We'll talk about where the the NWAO's usage is like actual wrestling unit. Sure. I'm not sure that they were completely well used as a wrestling unit. Yeah. Oh, no. No, you're yeah. right. I mean, unless we watch like, all the Worldwides and you know stuff, maybe we'd a, find some stuff. Maybe. You know who'd be like an awesome guy, like the 10th best guy in a 10-man tag? That's <laughs> right. It's Brutus Beefcake. That's <laughs> Absolutely. cool. That's like a per. But I'm like, I don't want to watch this asshole have a singles match on fucking Saturday night. Like, it's like. Chris Champion. Yeah. Chris Champion's not even Yoshi Kwan anymore. I love that. I still love Chris Champion, but I'm like, <laughs> dude, Yoshi Kwan in the NWO, that would be fucking cool. This yeah. asshole, why is he here? We don't want to see the Disciple versus Lorenzo. I'm, I mean, I'd like to well, see them stand next to the Disciple versus Norman Smiley? <laughs> I mean, okay. Maybe, you might have got me there. All right. He's lower than Bischoff, higher than Dusty, right? Yeah. Disciple. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is crucial. Here's the thing. So DiBiase in WCW was like one of the worst fits ever because he just did not have fun at all. He clearly was not having, you know, what? but here's, but like DiBiase gets further and further and more and more whack as time goes on. Like, you know what the most whack moment of his career is in mm. anything? And it's also the most whack moment of the other two men's career. It's him managing the Steiners yeah. as baby faces mm-hmm. in 97, late 97, early 98. Very and strange. these two, like, these two have not evolved into their, like, like Rick kind of had a consistent look, but this is, like, a scummy vert. Like, this is just, like, a cast-off Rick look. Scott looks like absolute shit. Yeah. <laughs> Why the fuck is Ipiasi wearing these turtlenecks? Dude, fuck off. Get the fuck out of here, Ted. I like and it. Especially, well, it's, it, it especially, <laughs> get, DiBiase is, like, a pornographer gimmick. That's really what, that, that would have been awesome if Rob sure. Black had that kind of money. Well, you know, uh, he's riffing on uh, Jack Jack Horner and Boogie Nights. It's like a that's you could totally see, but DiBiase would never play that character, right? Like, no, he's far too much of a Christian. Yeah. Even though he stole, he fucking embezzled hundreds of thousands of dollars. So cool. like from uh, the fucking temporary assistance needy Emily's fund. Yeah. And uh, God, <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh yeah, DiBiase's—they like totally stole a bunch of money. Now yeah. here's the thing: a bunch of PPP you can know, 
God. Do we know if they Listen actually the knew or if they were just earmarked this money? I actually don't know. Yeah. I'm still hey, it's in the blood. It's in the evangelist's yeah. blood. It's in their soul, you know? It's like they, 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 they're, they're there to make the money. It went yeah, from one in like the most comically, cartoonishly evil way as possible. So sick. So such a I, such I a pro say, wrestling motherfucker. I will say, yeah. DiBiase is returned with these insane Trevor Lee segments, and then bringing back the million dollar title. To I'm sorry, to... what? Oh what? yeah, is that an NXT? Right, Trevor Lee's God, man, this is. Yeah. Cameron Grimes, no, is that no, they're, right? No, they're bringing him back. He's a babyface. He's actually a fucking babyface. He might have a chance, even if he's still wearing that stupid top hat. He's a good babyface, Trevor Lee. One of the best babyfaces of 2017, or whatever. <laughs> you the, know. Last, the last like, 10 years in, in the Indies. He's yeah, what, whatever years yeah. were his good years before everything, you know, uh, before he got too but big. L.A. Knight, Eli Drake with the million-dollar title. You and love he turned him. Cheap on it. I oh. love you love Eli Knight. He's the most over wrestler in the house. Yeah, <laughs> I like the idea of the million dollar title being a talisman of evil. Like it sure. just it just turns men's minds. Now yeah, they need to embezzle money from Emily's fund. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it would be so fucking. It would be so fucking sick if like Ted DiBiase throwing the million dollar title in, in the fires of Mount Doom or some bullshit like that. That's what you want. <laughs> I love yeah. that. I love it. I love it. Ted DiBiase, bottom, right? Under the Giant. Worst so far, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. We can't talk about Ted without talking about uh, his his man, uh, Vincent. Let's fucking go. Head of security. We've never talked about Virgil. Curly, <laughs> Curly Bill. This gimmick is just racism, right? Like, it's yeah. Like, he's a bouncer. <laughs> yeah, so I have two thoughts on this. One, should the NWO have black guys in it? The answer is probably not. I guess. I guess. Now that you mentioned it, <laughs> it's I mean, kind of like the Four Horsemen, which I mean, I'm stealing a line from uh, Will. Good from old, old Good Helmet Will from Texas. Yeah, good old Will. Will. But it's like I just don't see the, the Four Horsemen hanging out with black dudes, and he's right. Yeah. But yeah. so Chuck's supposed. Well, they, I mean, I, I guess the justification is it's like you know a callback to like one of the some classic, you know, Fed level. Like you know, nineteen tens level racism sure. with the the sort of early Virgil gimmick, but yeah, no, it's I mean, his, I mean, his the whole, costume. Behold, you know, there are three yeah. Dusty parody gimmicks in WWF nineteen eighty nine at the same time. Yeah, what is there's it? There's only two. It's Akeem and it's Virgil, and there's there's not a third one. No, there's Dusty himself. And there's Dusty himself. It was a parody of himself, of course, of course, of course. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I would say I would say Vincent is a better uh, NWO member than Ted DiBiase. Oh, absolutely. It's just that it's just that he, it doesn't make sense for him to get there without Ted DiBiase. He's so good in the ring. You know, um, I I would maybe I I would just because for me the thing that Vincent has is the like shameless I'm gonna mil- like the post actual like. WCW career of Virgil, very well documented, oh, and I, I think it's superstar like, Virgil, yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's like him, like I feel like this is a huge part of him being able to like milk that, just like bizarre. <laughs> he's such a fucking like, he's such a good scummy crony. He's a great yeah. crony, and I think that's, Ted DiBiase that's can't be a crony. Yeah, well, Ted DiBiase is a, such a weird. He's such a weird character. Like in the '80s, and his 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 character in in you know, it's kind of proto. I guess it's kind of a proto Million Dollar Man thing he was doing. 
um, in you know in mid south. But he doesn't. Yeah, the Rat Pack, and then he turns on like the two idiots in uh, Born and fucking uh, Duggan. Sure, yeah, and then you know uh, you know the big face turn happens or whatever with Flair and Murdoch. But like he's a he's a weird. I never liked DiBiase that much. We've talked about him briefly on the show before, but he's not a guy that I. He's know. overrated because he's like a compelling on-screen presence. Iconic but I, but character. You know, but you know what? It's more like he's magnetic. He's like Sid more than he is mm. like the intangible fucking... pro wrestlingness of this man. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. All right. He's worst, worst, worst guy in the in the in the stable though. Uh, all right. So all I right, guess at least right now, yeah. The question is, Vincent. Uh, Vincent's so good in the ring. Uh, like it. Like. His like, like ninety nine, you know. Dude, he's so fucking curly bill. His curly bill, yeah. Back breaks. He's such a fucking little shit. Yeah. He raw. He's like a black Ogawa. That rules. Sure. Okay. Black Rat Ogawa. Boy Vincent. Rat Bo- That's the new datpiff dot dot com slash black Ogawa. <laughs> I feel like I feel like curly bill rap. <laughs> uh, that's the thing though. It's like that rules, and also. I love that he was okay. So I haven't, I don't have any confirmation of this, but so obviously oh, Virgil great. is a reference to Dusty. Vincent, what the fuck you think? Right. Curly okay. Bill, <laughs> Curly is that a reference to Watts? Bill Watts? It's Watts. It's I always, a... <laughs> I, I think I've brought this up before, but I have no confirmation. But it makes too much sense, oh my especially God. given that Kevin Nash fucking hated Hate Bill, Bill Watts. Watts. Yeah. So what's better than making fun of Kevin, uh, making fun of Bill Watts for being bald and giving him the name? putting his name on a black man oh my god that's so fucking nash you cracked I think it that, there's, that makes perfect sense that's perfect come on but, thank, uh, you, vince, thank you for that thank you for that i think vince has got to be like he's above the job i don't know if he's above oh, the job. No, no he's above he, the job. i put him above dusty i put him uh, I, above dusty. I was thinking between bischoff and the disciple but if you think that's a little too high that's like, not terrible. Paul, you That's love Brutus. I, no, I would put the disciple over uh, over uh, Vincent. Okay. Yeah. It's the it's like you know it's hardly a, a, a serious decision. Like they're both up there for the same reasons. They're both sure. down there for the same reasons. Sure. I, I I yeah. All right, I'm okay with that. I'm almost feeling like Dusty's too high, but I guess we have a that, this like we there's, got a lot of, there's like a I gulf mean, here, you know. Like that's between that's a big, oh, totally. you know. I think that's gonna happen. Yeah, um, it's gonna have to be a tier list situation. And maybe, yeah, we'll see. We'll let's see. talk about the sixth member of the NWO. What's Say. his name? <laughs> Who? That's cool. It's Jim Neidhart. Oh, what? I'm sorry, I don't have that here. Where's uh, where Jim Neidhart? No, been? no, you know, at Jim Neidhart having the Who gimmick in uh, oh, '95, yeah. so Vince could just do Abbott and Costello because Vince was extremely checked out. Yeah, and just like needed something. Vince is a fucking idiot. He thought it would work. He thought it was coming back. He thought it was time for the uh, for right, first so to be a thing just again. Like insane cocaine <laughs> adult night, just ranting about Abbott and Costello. And how... <laughs> Everything so works I, in cycles, you know. The, the problem with uh, Sean Waltman, yeah, as an NWO member, is that he uh, he's surrounded by too many big personalities. Yeah. Because in, in DX, he's like he's, at, a, he's, among, he's also he's a number DX two personality. Yeah. Yeah, he's a much he's better a number two guy. than he is like a number a number six or a number five. Lonnie doesn't have a fucking personality. Billy Gunn barely has a personality. It's just sure. him and Road Dog are like the personality, and that's stable. And this, he's just and, and like his promo, like the thing where he's doing the flare. He's great as that, but he's like, why is this guy talking? Oh yeah, he's, he does. That's that's like his first big program is with Flair, right? 
Yeah, and Flair was totally pissed off about it. That's cool. His, Flair's a bitch. Yeah, sure, sure. You know, Flair's got to be... I can't imagine... I imagine it's a very toxic environment. Like, to, this locker room is probably very hostile and... Why are I feuding with Alex Wright? Alex Wright in the NWO instead. <laughs> I guess so. That's the kind of guy they should be going after, not not Vincent. They went Alex right. Uh, no, I I guess six. He he has the U.S. title for a while. Um, yeah. What what he what happened? Cruiserweight title. I mean, I just I just think he's so not. He's a DX guy. Like, I yeah. just think, like, that's, that's what you think of when you think of... Well, I'll say this. Uh, among to, other horrible, bizarre things. To uh, his credit, to, to Waltman's... To Six's credit. When, I believe his debut... Horrible fucking name. Such a bad name. It's I, such a terrible name. I kind of thought it, it was I, cool. <laughs> well, it's, it's cool from the sense of it's one, two, three added together, but it's yeah. also... Yep. It's, it's so goofy... It's so, so funny. weird. It's so funny. So his debut, he's like, he's just in a limo with them. And that's like how they, and he looks <laughs> crazy. And you've never, so I was a huge one, two, three kid fan. I said oh, yeah. that one of my earliest memories was, uh, 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 Ramon and, and Sean at, at 10. Um, earlier than that, I remember watching raw the night that he beat razor. Um, when he was just the kid and he didn't have an entrance and you know, uh, yeah. That incredible, what's it, May 17th, 93 or some shit. I think I've got that right. Um, oh, with Jeanette taking Jeanette, the uh, yeah. IC title. Yeah. Uh-huh. Famous episode. Um, yeah. I just had to say the name, you know, <laughs> the, the date, and you knew. You knew exactly which one. Um, they're coming to get us. They're coming to get us. Oh, shit. Never take me alive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, six appearing in that limo, looking like with sunglasses and his hair is all like in his face and shit. And he, you know, incredible to yeah. me. And when it, when it, when I figured out, or my, maybe my dad had to tell me who it was. Cause I didn't like, I don't think I'd like recognized him. It blew my mind. Holy shit. The one, two, three kid is wearing a leather jacket. Holy shit. You know, the platonic ideal of cool as a six year old or seven year old is a guy in a leather jacket. Um, yeah. So I like six. Um, so I'm probably going to be the high vote on six. He's got some good I mean, work, I'll, though, right? Or, I guess the I mean, flare I'm stuff? I probably the best like, uh, in-ring guy we've like listed so far. Yeah. Um, I think the worst. Big show, like... He's kind of the workhorse of the group early on, I guess, right? I would put him, at num- I, I would put him above Bischoff, just because... Yeah. But it's just... Okay. It's, it's more I like... like that. They didn't have an actual idea of what to do with him. Now, that's part of where we, the NWO starts fracturing, and then we get into some real chaos. Some real yeah. fun with the NWO, because they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. They had a really good idea, and then it's like, ah, shit. Yeah. I don't know. How quickly well, does that really happen? Is it that fast? Uh, it's more like... it's not. Well, the central story of it is is fine. It's all this other stuff where it's just like... So they can like beat down the baby faces and then stand tall at the end of the night trying to be like, uh, and Shivani can just be like, ah, son of a bitch. Yeah, they or swerve whatever. them. They swerve them over and over, right? They're so. They this is like Tony. They swerve. <laughs> There's so many swerves. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. I got six there. The the only other like really early member before uh, the expansion starts, uh, like a month or two later, is Nick Patrick. Um, oh. I think, shit. I think Nick Patrick as the heel ref, as a person I, I never really watched Lucha, you know, not as a yeah. seven year old at least. I didn't. I, 
I don't think I'd ever seen a heel ref before. Um, I'm not watching like Smoky Mountain or whatever, you know, wh wherever that kind of gimmick would happen. I blew my mind that there's a referee it's a, it's on a the tape. It's a hysterical concept. Yeah. Like, oh, you can't just fire him. Yeah. <laughs> there's so many, yeah, there's so many things like that. Where like, it's like, just what like, are we oh, what are we going to do? This guy does the opposite of his job. Fuck. <laughs> I guess know? we have to put him on half the matches, I guess. Like, yeah. Oh, and he's no. such a scummy motherfucker. Oh, Nick Patrick whips ass. Well, he's in the referee yeah, union, he's right? He's in the referee yeah. union. So that's like the referee union protects him, and that's why he keeps getting the bookings, right? <laughs> yeah, there's no uh, wrestler union, but the referee the refs union have a union. is strong. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Nick Patrick is iconic. He has what's the big Nick Patrick singles match? Who does he wrestle? Uh him with Jericho, where Jericho has the arm tied behind his back. Oh, of course, so classic good. Memphis shit. And that I, I I don't remember if that's a great match or anything, but I remember it happening. And if I remember it, what 20, 24 years later, it means something. Um, I'm saying I Nick feel like we gotta put him at three. Yeah, I was going to say three. I, I thought maybe even over Hogan, but that's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Patrick. But he's, he's in that like upper echelon of guys. It's so good. We just saw him. Uh, we're, 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 we, the episode that comes out after this, Paul, is going to be uh, one on some WCW hardcore stuff in the 90, in 99. Specifically Whoa. Hack. Hack's Sandman's five-month run in WCW. <laughs> Which we oh, do hey, five months and ten day run. Yeah. And we do three full hours dissecting every <laughs> inch. Of it. Uh, but Nick Patrick appears in that in one of those matches, and he just he looks like he's been rubbing his face with salami. Like it, he just <laughs> the mustache is crazy. The mustache like sort of feeds almost into. He's got like mutton chops, maybe. Oh, it's a hell of a look. Nick Patrick icon. Um, oh yeah, just one of the best looking guys. <laughs> one of the best looking guys. He was a good wrestler too, wasn't he? Wasn't that the deal? Like, oh yeah, he could work. It just that he, he he fucked up his back, fucked and then back. it was just like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. I could be yeah. I could be a good ref, and he was a great ref. Uh, yeah. That stuff of, like him and Cornette is such a good pairing as a ref versus manager. You know? Okay, sure, sure. Um, yeah, God, Nick Patrick. Um, I hope to see him again soon. I forgot one member. Um, Miss Elizabeth joins in, I believe it's October of 96. I feel like it's just too depressing to think about. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Like, well, let's just put her in somewhere. Is she above or below Dusty Rhodes? She's above Dusty. She's All right. above Dusty. Above yeah. Dusty. All right. That being said, she's still on the upper half of the list or whatever. Yeah. I mean, God. <laughs> <laughs> all right above dusty below vincent yeah that's a big yeah, goal still but yeah all right yeah. miss elizabeth Jeez. all right r.i.p shuts out uh, um, one of my earliest crushes miss elizabeth very sad what happened <laughs> very sad um we like to get yeah I, I think she kind of you know personifying the 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 yeah like the darker side of the like this this worker's best days are clearly behind them and they're trying to milk as much out of it as possible. Sure. There's a lot of that in later uh, WCW and, and more oh, as it gets yeah. closer to the end, you get more and more of but, it. But, but you know, we go, we will give Elizabeth classic ho vibes. Those 99 ho vibes. Oh man. She, the Luger run where she's with Luger is, it is pretty yeah. special. It is pretty special. Um, love miss Elizabeth. Not, 
not a great interview member, maybe, but just a icon. Oh yeah, yeah. Another icon. Um, all right. So what? They Hall and Ash beat Harlem Heat for the tag belts at Halloween Havoc. It looks like um, Piper comes back and confronts Hogan, and we get the Piper Hogan feud, which is just terrible, if I remember right. Like really <laughs> long, bad promos that could have used a little scripting, maybe, or a little tightening. Yeah. Um, not good. Not good. That's the Starcade main event, right? We should. We need to. We should do a uh, review of the uh, fucking uh, Piper, the Team Piper segment uh, at some point. Just lo- just maybe live. What's Fuck the? <laughs> sure. Okay. When he's taking and it's like hit John Tenta and some fucking kickboxer and I don't fucking know. I don't know that. I don't know that clip. I don't know that clip. Oh, it's uh, from a Nitro. So it's really silly. Okay. Piper being the first like Starcade main event guy against the NWO. Yeah. Insane. (laughs) Yeah. It's so fucking stupid. Like, like not even a fucking WC. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's, yeah. It's crazy, dude. It's fucking crazy. Uh, (laughs) It was crazy to me as a kid because he was already like an old man to me. Like when he, when he fights Goldust at, at 12, like I was, I, I remember being like, wow, he's so old. I wonder if this like I wonder if this queen's gonna beat his ass and who knows what he's gonna do to him. Yeah, <laughs> me, seven years old. Um, I mean, right. they really didn't start doing shit until like the Luger stuff in '97. Like, you feel like that's when they first started actually delivering on some of the storyline action. Well, like, they're doing the Sting stuff and they're teasing Sting, right? right? right. They're teasing Sting. Yeah, yeah. Is that happening yet? Like, yeah, that happened. Well, yeah, Fall Brawl. Okay, we shouldn't skip over Fall, Fall Brawl. Brawl. Um, so we did forget right. an individual. We forgot Super J Jeff Farmer, aka NWO Sting. I guess we talk about NWO Sting now. I don't. I've never really. I know he's wrestled a lot in like you know Japan or whatever. I don't really know him. Is he? He's good, right? He's a good wrestler. He's pretty good. Yeah. He holds his own in New Japan. Oh, absolutely. And he got really good. Uh, I think it's a. I I can't forget. I think it's a Daniel Bryan story about how like. It's like he works so hard, and yet he'll never be the mo- the, the the most uh, important member of his family because his brother is like uh, like a really great like fucking uh, heart surgeon with doctors about borders or some shit. <laughs> and it's just, Damn, you're just and you're sting, man. <laughs> I mean, that kind of that kind of registers like that he's just willing to be relegated to like being facing. <laughs> Yeah. Like, he's like, yeah, I know, I'm not. I'll, just, I'll do what you guys need me to do. You know. Oh my god. Oh my god. Um, that's so fucking. Shavad is so fucking. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great fact to drop. That's that's. You know what he's fucking up to now? What's he doing? What's NW? Is he is he still wearing he's the paint? Like, he's like a medical researcher. Okay. So Dude, that's yeah. cool. He's in the same field. He's, he uh he's the project manager at of a, a research program at U Miami School of Medicine. Oh, that's sick. All right. Shouts out Jeff Farmer. How how is there another post wrestling career that is like half as impressive as that? <laughs> yeah, Davy Richards. <laughs> oh, well, Davy Richards is back. So he's a, he turns out he wasn't really a doctor or something. That... I don't know. I heard that rumor going around I'm... that he faked all that. He's like a one of those like hack chiropractors. Or yeah, something. right. Yeah, he's a holistic. Dude, Davey Richards' chiropractor would be fucking awesome. Yeah, he, he just, just double stuff. <laughs> he, yeah. he gives you a fucking uh, a, a DVD to Gutbuster, and then he charges you one hundred and twenty dollars. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Davy Richards with a horny uh, chiropractic channel that video like, and I just send these videos to Sally or something. Yeah. Well, no, Dave, <laughs> the Davy Richards only fan where he just like gives people backbreakers, but his his dick is out or whatever. He's wearing like a, he's wearing his lab coat, but his it's wide open and he's he has no nothing. You know, you know what I'm talking about. His dick. All that you wrong. see his dick. Yeah, he's Davey doing a backbreaker. You see his dick. All right. Yeah, yeah. All right. Rod- Roderick Strong. <laughs> I guess that's the that's the the actual post-wrestling career for Roderick Strong. While his yeah. his wife is a successful MMA fighter, he can just uh, do bottomless backbreaker videos. <laughs> so where are we putting, uh, where, where are we putting Super J? Uh, I gotta tell I you. Put him, I put him... I, oh, that's tough. I'm saying under Bish, above Disciple. But you guys love the Disciple. Yeah. All right. I mean, it's hard. It's just hard to know what to do with a character whose thing is... To just like being the he's, knockoff. But he sticks that's around. Like, that's the crazy yeah, thing like, is he's still around as NWO Sting while Sting is there after the mystery is over. Which, by the way, that mystery was great. That whole plot of that with the you know he, like he you hear him in the you know in the in the limo or you see him like in a reflection of a mirror or some shit and it's like oh it's Sting. It was just like I don't know seven year old me you know L- I, I losing my mind. It. Little film noir plot happening, you know. It little, is. It is. is like, cool. is there not like a part of it though that feels like not that this should count against him that this is just like some, some kind of Nash like oh Sting's just the fucking guy in face paint, you yeah. know? Like I, we we can have one of those. Who gives a shit? It's very. Know? That's a very. That's very funny. That's very. Funny. Yeah. All right. All right. Above Vincent, then uh, below Disciple. That's still tough. Somebody else uh, take the call. Let's throw him above the disciple. Let's throw him above. You think above the disciple? All right, all right. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he's. He, I feel like there's a world where he could listen to this podcast. Sure, yeah. he'll be very happy. Uh, yeah. yeah how are we writing cake. This? I mean, God. I, I mean, he, like, shout out to somebody you. on like the T in Boston or some shit. Like, wasn't what, that? The... Yeah, yeah. No, it was that he had the. Okay, so he misplaced <laughs> a bag of cocaine. And, uh-huh. and they, <laughs> and they thought, it, awesome. but the the uh the trains in the 40s thought it was anthrax. So we had to come and be like, no, no, that's not anthrax. That's my <laughs> that's cocaine. My, that's my cocaine. That's my blow. <laughs> Can I have my blow back? Uh, downtown Crossing. That was like my college train station. Oh, that's nice. So, uh, that's one. Of the, that's the greatest story in the history of pro wrestling. I it think. really is, man. I found a uh, bunch of little okay, a little dime okay, bags sorry, at a bus the, stop one time. The second Leslie. Uh, Oh my god, dude! This, I'm just on his Wikipedia page. Oh god. 2013, <laughs> nine years after the you know MBTA <laughs> anthrax scare, <laughs> uh, Leslie appears at Toronto City Hall. This is a fucking incredible crossover with a pair of shears and a submarine sandwich. Right. Climbing Mayor Rob Ford needed an intervention. Leslie offered to be Ford's angel of mercy, saying maybe if he gets his body right, he will be able to get his mind right. He was escorted from the property when it became apparent that he was attempting to promote his brand of submarine sandwiches. Yeah, it's not- so raw. <laughs> sure. Dude, sure. What a fucking worker! I, I mean, love it's like it's like, like a beefcake rocks. Like, I, yeah, insane, man. I love it. I love it. All right, beefcake is one of the rawest dudes of all time. Disciples yeah. going up, actually. Disciples above. <laughs> I that man made like a dollar. Is just it's amazing. Yeah. Based on that story, NWC is above Bischoff. He, and, <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, disciple is going up. He's going up above Bish. All right, you're right. You're right, Jamal. <laughs> 
All right. Well, I wanna. I I just want to see him and Rob Ford in the same fucking room, man. Absolutely. Like that, well, Rob Ford's that. dead now. Right. Right. Rob but... Ford, who was just the same guy with less cocaine. Yeah. Sadly. Maybe, maybe just the same guy. Who knows? That's the. Uh, sure. In oh, terms of Canadian conspiracy theories about politician origins, you know, it's up there with the Trudeau Castro shit. But absolutely. <laughs> I have NWO uh, staying stylized. Little N, big W, little O. Right. For accurate, yeah. All right, I just yeah, to make sure. Good. I got six with eight X's. Um, <laughs> I've made some editorial decisions here. I like uh, it, yeah. All right, all right, let's see here. This is the, all right, so they open it up, right? Uh, after Fall Brawl is, I think that's an interesting War Games match, probably. Um, war, war Games, uh, or, yeah, War Games, World War Three is uh, in November, obviously. Don't remember a thing about that show. I think Giant wins that, and they do, are they doing... What's the deal there? Like, is that match for a title shot? Yeah. And does he get it? Yeah. Okay. And it's just, like, later? Because <laughs> he doesn't get it at Starcade because Roddy Piper's fight, wrestling. He, Roddy Piper is beating Hogan clean in a non-title match at Starcade <laughs> with a sleeper hold. Yep. Hell yeah. What the fuck is that? Why? I remember as a kid, I had never seen a match end in a sleeper hold. Like... I mean, not. I mean, you know, not really. <laughs> Just crazy, crazy shit. Um, all he right. Passed out, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it's a KO. It's not a tap. It's definitely not a. I don't know. I don't. I don't remember. I don't. I. I, I think it's a. And I think they didn't announce that it was non-title until like the like the actual pre-match announcements like buffer says it or whatever yeah uh, it was just uh, me as a kid and they announced it as a non-title match i'm like oh this is something fishy about this i thought this was the biggest show of the year <laughs> I'm like what the fuck is that's this such that's so fucking stupid yeah I mean, it's just insane yeah the night after starcade the giant is booted from the nwo for refusing to choke slam piper um and then i guess he gets his title shot later on which again, why the fuck was this guy in the group if he wouldn't choke slam right? Like it just doesn't make any sense. So it's they do giant and Hogan at, at sold out. We'll talk about sold out in a minute. Um, all right, Bischoff. Um, all right, Piper was responsible for the honor exposure of WCW President Eric Bischoff as a member of the NWO. Somewhere in here, they reveal Bischoff as the the maestro, but it wasn't it, that wasn't the case originally, right? Uh, no, no, not... it was it was supposed to be DiBiase. Yeah. Yeah, and it was a swerve. They swerved him. Um, what, they swerved him, Tony. They swerved him. <laughs> yeah, they swerved him, Brain. Um, after being revealed as an NWO member, Eric Bischoff gave everyone in the locker room an ultimatum. Join the NWO or become a target of the group. Marcus Alexander Bagwell was one of the first to join, turning on his American well, Males uh, partner, good. Scotty Riggs, na- renaming himself Buff Bagwell. Um, we got some other guys who showed up here, too. But let's see. Let's Bagwell. See. Bagwell's Bagwell. got to be pretty damn high, right? He's, he's Bagwell's completely reinvented himself. Extreme- Bagwell is an extremely sick NWO member because he's such a shithead. He's such yeah. a perfect little fucker. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like him along with Steiner are like the two like non the two guys that just really took advantage of like what the group was about to just like become much more interesting characters. Completely changed yeah. themselves. It's incredible. It is. Yeah. I, I you know Buff was always to me. I, I I never really liked him that much as a kid. I, he always kind of like freaked me out. I thought he was really weird looking. And like I remembered like the American males, and I remembered like you know seeing him as a white meat baby face, and leaving no impression on me. And then all of a sudden I was like I disliked him because he made me feel kind of gross. Because you didn't have the stuff. Yeah, I didn't have the stuff, and I didn't know what the stuff yeah. was yet. I didn't find out till what years is he later. About? I had no idea. <laughs> um, 
Uh, so Buff, yeah, Buff's got to go pretty high. Um, also, the fact that he was a male prostitute. Um, so sick. Yeah. I'm thinking just under Disciple above Bischoff, right? Yeah. All right. All right. Where do we put Kyle Petty? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you, all right, we're going to skip to Kyle Petty. We'll go back. All right, Kyle Petty. He joins. Uh, what's the deal with that? I saw his name on here. Uh, okay, they have the NWO so car. The, who knows? Who knows shit about NASCAR here? Because I, I have nothing. Siobhan knows plenty about NASCAR. About NASCAR. No, yeah. here's the thing. So they end up. So WCW have been sponsoring a car in the fucking secondary NASCAR series, the Bush series, for a couple of years at that point. And then they're like, "Well, why shouldn't the NWO also have its own car?" And then, so they signed Kyle Petty to do it, which is kind of an extremely sick move when you think like he's rebelling against his dad. He's Richard Petty's son, right? He's a big, yeah. big time guy. He's like, was he a babyface driver, kind of? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. he was a maniac, but he was, like, beloved. Okay. But then it's like, whoa. He's got the hair. He's all crazy. And then, but they, but it's like, NASCAR is going to work an angle where Richard Petty cuts a promo on him, being like, son, I'm really disappointed that you went and you joined with these Yankee fuckers or something, which would have <laughs> been awesome. So, Kyle <laughs> Petty is uh, above Dusty Rhodes, but that's it. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I put him any higher. The Steiners beat the the NWO car uh, up at the racetrack, right? He would already, yeah, and he would all, he was already like uh, declining as a driver because he had like double pneumonia, which was always rumored that it was secretly <laughs> HIV, uh, and, <laughs> and that like basically ruined his ability as a driver. Like he came back and he had like a really cool win, in, like '95, but he was like done. And that car it was like terrible equipment, but it was the idea of it just. Like, fucking freaking out NASCAR fans with a car that just says NWO on it. So cool. That's so cool. NWO, and appropriately, perfectly, if you're a NASCAR fan, Sitco sponsorship. The fucking <laughs> Venezuelans are onto it. It's a Venezuelan plot. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad. See, I mean, that, that's like some legitimately cool cross-promotional sports. Yeah. Shit, yeah. You know? Like, I, it's just, that's... I, I, I'm obviously it's completely shameless and fucking stupid, but like, <laughs> like what's another example of like, I don't know. Yeah, that's sick. I mean, well, it. I mean, look, the, the, this, the topic of, uh, of sponsorships for, for motorsports uh, comes up a lot in, <laughs> in our circles now, I guess weird thing, but yeah, it's, it's the best racing is uh Racing, you know, along with wrestling, it's it's a it's a marriage that has existed for many years. Um, mm. You know, who who was the guy who like Jeff Jarrett hit with the fucking guitar in TNA? Hermie Sadler. Her, yeah, there you go, Sadler. Yeah, it's good stuff. Good and who stuff. would would go on to would go on to be like uh, run a bunch of fucking uh, indie shows in North Carolina and Virginia of TNA talent. And, like he had like a War Games match where like. Total Maction is in it with the Steiners and <laughs> Dustin Rhodes and Total shit. Like, this is kind of a sick. This is kind of a sick looking match. All right, sounds good. Uh, that's on the High Spots Network, probably. Huh? <laughs> um, all right, the other members that joined when Bischoff made the ultimatum are. I'm just going to name out. I'm going to name the four of them, and then we'll go through each. The others to join the NWO at this time would be Scott Norton, Big Bubba Rogers, and VK Wall Street, along with Japanese wrestler Masahi Masahiro Chono, who joined the group and served as the leader of NWO Japan. Um, which I don't know if we have. We'll get to NWO Japan. We'll do that real fast at the end. <laughs> um, yeah. All right, Norton. Any thoughts? Oh. Just a Norton scary guy. Was, 
but it's like, was he actually a good member of the NWO? And then that's a different story. Yeah. I, I do think he, he kind of does something like putting him in like the giant role of like, he's not that big of a personality, but he's just like, add some like credibility. He looks he's cool. like a scary fucker. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he looks like, cool I standing like there. He's better than the giant in that role, but it's still like, absolutely. Yeah, he's, awesome. he's less hokey. Uh, the giant's a circus act, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. There's, there is definitely legitimacy. That's for sure. Um, all right. Well, I'm saying b- below Vincent, above Miss Elizabeth. Yeah. yeah. I'll take it. Scott Flash Norton. They called him Flash. I always thought that was really funny when I was a kid. Flash. Uh, um, so then who do we have to? We had a. Uh, it was, it was Big Bubba Rogers, who I don't remember being in the NWO, but is. He was there for like four weeks. Yeah. But he's, but also he's. It's it's Raymond Taylor, right? Raymond Trailer. Yeah. So, it's Ray Trailer. We yeah. fucking love Ray Trailer. Uh, Ron Tyler. And this is pre like the Attitude Era run. So um, Paul, we've which been, we have uh, reevaluated and yeah. said is actually awesome. He's actually very good. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's sick. <laughs> yeah. He's such a fucker, but his in ring work is not diminished like at all. And that was no. the whole thing. It was like, oh no, no, he whips ass. Yeah. He's like a Hall of Fame mid Carter. Yeah, um, I guess that's kind of this is sort of this is the the zone now where like these guys are all just kind of mid carders and they're floating around with nothing to do. And it's interesting to see them like the bigger the group gets, the the cooler it looks on TV, kind of right when they're yeah. all in the ring and that, you know, uh, just so much bloat going yeah. on. The iconic <laughs> yeah. like Rodman in the limo and they all walk to the ring to Voodoo Child. Yeah, and it's just like you've seen that clip like shared by like tons of basketball players and tons of celebrities just like damn wrestling used to be so cool like <laughs> you know yeah it's yeah, cool I, I can't wait till we get to rodman yeah like... yeah we, we still have never really gotten to rodman on the show it's crazy um one of my favorite matches um all right so scott norton above miss elizabeth big bubba is it big bubba rogers is that the name yeah okay that's what he's going by there uh we're gonna put him below kyle petty yeah he was he didn't get <laughs> yeah. that Leave enough of an impression. Ultimately, a pretty forgettable part of his career. I did not remember it at all. Um, VK Wall Street. Vincent Kennedy Wall Street, right? Boy, howdy. That's a... See, it's cool that they have, like, such a crony, but they already have two good cronies. They already have a fucking better Ted DiBiase crony. Yeah. They, they yeah. have a better guy who has or is working a fake... Vince Gimmick. Yeah, that's know. true too. I guess there's now He's two guys a, in the group that are named Vince, named after Vince McMahon. He might be sub Dusty. He might be sub Giant at that point. I think well, he's sub Giant. We we were really hard well, on Giant. Giant's so far down there, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's not it's not a comment on the state of Paul White. It's a state. It's comment on the state of WCW, baby. Yeah, he was hurt yeah, so bad so. by by his his you know the Nash feud too. Um. All right, VK Wall Street, all the way down there at the bottom. Wall Street, one word. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, VK. Um, <laughs> great website. Great, great, great website. <laughs> great website. Uh, <laughs> great website. Not uh, the best NWO. Yeah, remember. definitely not. Definitely not. Uh, Masahiro Chono. I feel like the leader of the NWO Japan, that gives him something, right? Is the NWO Japan a thing? Are they... Were... Yeah, but they kind of ended up just being like, just devolving into Team 2000 anyway, so it's like, right. they're not that important. But okay. Chono was the best, so just put Chono behind Bischoff. Yeah, well, you I think behind Bischoff? Too, like, wow. This doesn't, this doesn't really bear on his, you know, status as an NWO member or whatever, 
Um, but it's like this being sort of the origin of his like, you know, black shades, like a Yakuza gimmick type thing um, is, right. you know, very, get- very important in terms of like the trajectory of red. like you don't get the Onita Chono shit. You know? Sure. Well, so he's, he's like, still a pretty straightforward looking guy in 95. What's- I think it was. He started to sort of like go towards the like coats and tights shit. Yeah, like the Takeshi Katano like gangster, the Yakuza look. Um, yeah, which is like one of the coolest characters. Oh, in absolutely. Wrestling. Right? Absolutely. Uh, I um, I think I think we can't I I think it would be funnier Siobhan, if we put him below NWO Sting because they're both so important to each other were, were they tag I, champions together and I'd GP tag champions maybe maybe no, let me find yeah you you check on that I'm gonna write down the name here Masahiro I, I I like him in the NWO Sting tier because it's like there's just not really much to complain about but it's yeah. also like this, we're not value added it. he didn't take anything off the table which is the yeah. important thing sure sure. Uh, look at this 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 set of he's four fucking, here. He's Chono. He's a giant badass. This set know? of four here: NWO Sting, Masahiro Chono, Vincent, and Scott Norton, all back that, to back to back. Fuck, I love it. That is one of the great four man squads ever, ever. Yeah. Um, Paul, we also recently watched Horace versus uh, Hack versus Brian Knobs yeah. versus uh, Mikey Whipwreck. I'm gonna send you this match. Oh. You gotta watch it. You gotta watch oh, it's it. awesome. <laughs> it's, it's, it's such a fun match. Transcendent. Um, that sounds really sick. Yeah, it's like uh, eight minutes long. I mean, Horus. What can you say about Horus? So that's the thing is we tried and we decided not much. There's not yeah. much to say about Horus. <laughs> Horus. I mean, uh, big Horus uh, is like big, just incredible, basically, but not yeah. as good. Yeah. God. All right. Let's go ahead and say Horus. Is Horus below VK Wall Street? No, because Horus is around a while. Horace is, Horace is... It's his big run. This is the Bubba. biggest run of his career, right? It's, he's below everybody, but he's below Baba. That, that's think, the line. That's like the... Okay. That's when you really get into the fucking the tier of fuck. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think Horace is like, you know, for the same reason that it's like beef. I, I do think Horace really personifies a lot about the NWO, but it's just... It's just such a complete dog shit. Uh, so there's funny. There's nothing... I'm looking at this list, and we still got the disciple up there at five. <laughs> yeah, oh, <laughs> well, I think we're I think we're nailing this. All right, yeah. All right, cool. Uh, shit. What's uh what's what happens? They get sold out. Ninety seven. We're gonna start cutting through here a little bit. Paul, you Let's see, you, you've sure got about we everything on that. I'm got an hour. You got about an hour. All right, we're good. We yeah, can do it. we can do it. What were we're you gonna good. say, Siobhan? Sorry. All right. Let's just make sure we got everybody from the sold out card here. Okay, yeah, I'm, I was I actually already opened sold out because I it's such a weird show and they would do it again, but it was never like this. This is this is like shot in black and white or not shot in, but it's you know, color. it's got a lot of weird vignettes and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and it's like it's a it's a very strange show, um, and they've got all right. So it's Chono versus Jericho goes eleven minutes. Yeah, this has got all the guys. Um, Jared is here. He beats Mister Wall Street. Who is listed as Mr. Wall Street? So was that a big loss, you think? Um, and that was like maybe the is that the one match that an NWO member loses? No, no because the NWO lose a lot. Okay. Oh yeah, you're right. This is a this is actually a big backfire for them, right? Which yeah, which Nash said it was fine. In the end, we got we took an, we took advantage of it. Ooh. Yeah. Off. Well, so Nash would always say too that he and Hall um, taught Hogan that it was okay to to lay down for a pin every now and then. Like it was a whole like a whole thing where they were like, it's okay, you don't have to stay that protected because we got 
we're on TV every week and we can do and say whatever the fuck we want. So you can lose a match here and there. You don't have to protect yourself like it's 89 anymore. Um, which, you know, is a great thing for the eventual Luger title win, which happened out of nowhere, you know? Like, Hogan wouldn't have done that 10 years before. Um, yeah, they lose to the Steiners. I bet that's good. 1443? That's probably pretty good, yeah. Outsiders versus Steiners? That's got to be something, Paul. Right? Yeah. I mean, there's got to be. You'd imagine the crowd is way fucking into it, too. I wonder. I wonder. Yeah, Scotty doing like a fucking overhead belly to belly on Nash, you know? Um, yeah, I'd watch that. Um, Eddie, Eddie Guerrero in sixth in the ladder match is the one thing I really remember, and that's because it's a ladder match, and I liked ladder matches when I was a kid. Um, yeah. They're still I, cool. Yeah, they're still cool. They are still cool. Um, yeah, I guess. Oh, <laughs> Big Bubba Rogers defeated Hugh Morris with Jimmy Hart in a Mexican death match. Oh. What does that mean? <laughs> Why is I it? I would assume. What? They're in Cedar Rapids, Mexican. Iowa. <laughs> that's the thing. Okay, so. Why is, yeah, nobody's Mexican here. Uh, <laughs> Hugh Yeah, yeah. Italian. Yeah, can, that was can, Italian. Morris, you know, we can wax poetic about Hugh Morris for a long time. Oh, Hugh um, Morris. Okay, God. so I know one of the things that Nash bitched about is like, why was it in Cedar Rapids? It's like it should have been in Vegas. Firstly, just they already chilling. just ran a fucking show in Vegas. Like you asshole. It should have been in fucking. It should have been somewhere in New York. But it's just that I don't know where the hell it would have been. Uniondale. Yeah. Who cares? I, yeah, I guess that's the idea. Is like it. Yeah, it should have been in a enemy territory for WCW. But you know, the Five Season Center, Cedar Rapids, Iowa. That's not really friendly territory for anybody. If you've ever been to Cedar oh. Rapids, it's not. It's not one of the most hospitable places. Um, all right. Yeah, that looks like a bad show. Let's see here. Who? Who's so then who? after that, we get uh, at well, Super Brawl. There's the Piper rematch with Hogan. Yeah, like and, and then the Savage comes in and turns right. on Piper and joins the NWO in, in that match, I think. Yep. So, this is a really difficult one in a lot, in some ways, because Savage is like a, a perfect NWO member, except for one thing. It means that he's Hogan's cuck again. Yeah. Right. Which sucks, man. So Savage really flourishes in the Wolfpack later on, though, too. Um, right. Yeah, which we're counting. He's away from fucking Hogan. I would say we put him at number eight because we just have that eight slot stuck for some goddamn reason on the document. Just above and missing. I think that's perfect. Yeah. I think that's perfect. Uh, All right, here's he... here's like a, a an alternate timeline thing with Savage. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Let's say Savage. You know his WWF run. He's like full babyface the whole time. You know the whole Mega Powers thing like doesn't happen. Obviously, you know that shit's great. Sure. You love heel Savage at that. But point. we never get Sherry. Yeah. Right, right. And Remove we never get he's still in the sort of public eye like this giant baby face. What if Savage is like the original third guy instead of Hogan? Like sure. I feel like he fits the person at like I don't know. I think like he he could have done so well if he got like more of a run at the top as the sort of NWO type heel. Well, um, I don't I don't think the third guy I think the third guy has to be Hogan. Or yeah. Sean or Shawn Michaels or whatever. It just it has to be somebody who is a complete shock. I think Hogan works right. the best because he's never been a heel. Or like not since right. nineteen eighty or whatever, you know? Um, yeah. I think that's a big part of it. And I but I think an idea being like if Hogan would pass the mantle off, which he eventually kinda does to Nash, 
Um, right. But if he does to Savage instead, I think that really works. And I think Savage as like a maniacal, like got like Mad King on top who thinks everybody's out to get him, even the people who are so good. Yeah, awesome yeah. stuff. That would have been great. Good, good, good idea. Uh, too bad yeah. they're all dead now. Um, yeah. Let's see. Except here. for Hogan, baby. Except for <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hulk still rules. Mm-hmm. Probably doesn't know he's alive. But he's, alive. <laughs> he's living the most. Like uh, the the Bam Margera tweet or whatever. God. <laughs> oh boy. Um, all right. Uncensored. You get uh, the the awesome. Is it, it's Piper, Jarrett, Benoit, and Mongo. Yeah. And is it an eight man tag? Is that twelve man? Oh yeah. There's a third. Is there a third? I'm gonna look it up. All right. Luger, WCW Luger, team. Steiners, and, and Giant. Right. Okay. Yeah, so it's a triangle elimination match. It goes 20 minutes. Yeah, that's a crazy match. Uh, that's where Rodman comes in, too. So we'll talk about him in a second. Um, team Piper. Like, look, look at this. This is such a stacked... God, and I guess it's it's an 11, man, because there's only three people on Team WCW, weirdly enough. Um, but yeah, Team Piper is Piper, Benoit, McMichael, and Jarrett. Who are that's just the Horsemen without, without Flair. Yeah. Okay. And Arn is retired by now. Yeah, Arn. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that that's such a star-studded match. Like, look at that. Look at those people. Yeah. And, and Rodman out there. Uh, McMichael is still like a hot, you know, hot new sort of ticket. I mean, maybe not. Not. I guess not in '97. But you know, um, that's. Well, and this has the sting angle at the end with the bat. Like, oh, is that right? Is This This the... is like kind of peak, oh shit, they're going to do the Sting Hogan shit. Yeah, and it takes them nine fucking months to finally get there, and then it sucks. Um, yeah. Yeah, well, what are you going to do? Uh, yeah, it descended from the ceiling. Yeah, it comes down from the ceiling with the bat. So good. Uh, which also, I mean, pulling the trigger on that finally took took a really long time, too, because Sting disappears after Fall Brawl, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, just one of the coolest things anyone's ever done in wrestling and just like a, an absolutely crazy decision that it's hard to imagine got made of just pulling him off TV like that. Yeah. I mean, th- um, that, they would do it. Bischoff, you know, Bischoff had a vision. It wasn't, but his vision did not invo- in, include like keeping the baby faces strong. It was just like, right. you just go home for six months and I'll let you know when we need you. Like, Or, or like keeping track of how much money people were getting paid and how much yeah. people were just... <laughs> You know the fucking Nash just running the whole thing. Yeah, he wasn't wasn't competent, but good at good TV. If you take away all the like having to actually like execute it thing. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, okay, let's say. All right, do you, do you two Who's need a fantasy booker? Do you two need a, a, a little break? We want to just roll through. I'm I'm good. Shabon. I'm all right. All right, all right. Let's just do it. Yeah. Uh, Rodman. That segment with where Voodoo Child's playing. And uh, they get, all get out of the... I think that's around this time, right? Uh, wouldn't that be in the lead-up to the Uncensored match? Do you guys... Do you, either of you know what I'm talking about? This one segment? Yeah. Sure, yeah. Okay, it's like a really long, like, single, unbroken take of all of the... All of the NWO people getting out, and it's just one after another. And then finally Rodman is, like, the last one. And it's like... He's got like a WCW tie. He's like wearing the belt or whatever. It's just crazy. Yeah. Uh, it's great. Rodman, man, I it's I, he's definitely top tier for me. Yeah. Um, well, his I, best I work think, comes later after he's out. He's not in the NWO in ninety at full at uh, Road Wild ninety nine when right. he wrestles his masterpiece. 
Right. Well, in 98, too, I mean, I, I think the thing that elevates Rodman just from, like, an NWO, like, energy vibe is uh, he fucking skipped practice during the NBA Finals to go wrestle and didn't tell anyone. <laughs> yeah, uh, okay. I mean, and that's, uh, what can you even say? Yeah, you know? no, no I, f- I forgot about that. And he, I, I, I guess I always forget that he, they did that, uh, the, the Carl Malone match. Right. Yeah. Which yeah. was they they had just faced each other in the finals like a couple months Less earlier. Less than a month. Yeah. Less than a month. Yeah. Fucking crazy. All right. Yeah. No. He goes up he high. Fucking skipped like nobody knew where he was. And yeah. And then he showed up on TV. That's game fucking six, hilarious. The clinching game of the NBA of the '98 Finals is yeah. June 14th. The fucking uh, the Road Wild. Uh. uh is it Road Wild? It's no Bash at the Beach. Oh, Bash at uh, the Beach. Ninety-eight is July twelfth. It okay. is less than a month. Oh, Road Wild has Leno. That's what I'm. I was mixing up my yeah. celebrity matches. The Leno <laughs> match. Okay. <laughs> that would, nobody ever likes to I talk about. I wish Leno it. was in the NWO. So <laughs> I wish we could talk about it. Yeah. I, but we, you know, that's the thing is we haven't seen this and we haven't heard about this, so we can't talk about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Let's see here. We got the. Uh, is is Hennig comes in pretty fast after this, right? Um, no, it's it's until it's sometime in like late ninety eight. Okay, so that's later on. Okay, late, not, not late ninety seven, late ninety seven, I should say. Okay, so they, they don't add a lot of fucking horsemen. Right. Okay. Okay. Of course. Um, all right. So they don't add a whole lot of new members. They have uh, DDP feuds with Savage. Those matches are incredible. Obviously. Um, Hogan is not really around as much. He he loses the belt. When does he lose the belt on Nitro? Uh, that's August. Yeah, August. August fourth. Yeah. And then he he won it back at Road Wild, right? Of course. Um, who could forget? Uh, they add a couple more members um, to the NWO. The Great Muda. Okay, the Great Muda. Uh, Muda is starting to suck ass in this run. Sure. But he's still got an aura to him. Is he around in promos? Is he, like, standing around looking crazy at any point? A little bit, yeah. Okay, yeah. Muda probably... Muda lower than Chono, obviously. Yeah. Um, we, we say I'd Muda... Put him lower. I might put him lower than Vincent. Yeah, I think I'm going lower. I think I'm, <laughs> I think I'm lower... Vincent, please. <laughs> I love Vincent is right there in the middle. Like, that's the bar. <laughs> Uh, he's yeah, above mean, or below Vince. We can all agree is, you know, he's a better wrestler than Keiji Muda. You know, everybody knows that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. It's so nice to talk to you, Paul. Uh, all right, fine. Yeah. Great Muda goes under Kyle Petty. Fuck it. Um, Tenzon. Uh, Tenzon. Oh, Tenzon. It is, it is really sick, though, just that, like, Muda is, like, out of all the people on this list, like, the one still the most relevant in wrestling. Yeah, he's doing um, main events and Noah right now and shit. Yeah, so sick. Uh, Him and Hogan, how are they the only two left? Sorry, Shivani. He took a fucking flaming kick to the head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's nice. one of the coolest spots I've seen. Yeah. All right. You got you got some on Tenzon? I'm gonna I would say Tenzon should be He's like the he's like the Bagwell, basically, of uh of NW Japan. Japan. Is he really? But <laughs> But like, what does that mean in the grand scheme of things? I would put yeah, him. Yeah, it's also Tenzon. Yeah, I would put him at best above Miss Elizabeth. Yeah. All right. I I don't I don't want him there. 
I want him. I, I think we go Tenzon, Kyle Petty, Muda. What do you think about that? And then I'm going to hit you for wild yeah. one. I'm going to put at number number uh, 13, right above Miss Elizabeth, Hiro Saito. All right, let's put... Oh, yeah. Because right. Hiro Saito, A, whips ass, B, is a good crony. And we, we can, the... like, knock one off the list for later when we quickly go through the rest of the NWO Japan guys. So yeah. Saito, yeah. Uh, you like Hiro Saito. We're going to talk about him one day. He's got some, some stuff, right? Who is this? His, yeah. him and... Uh, Tatsutoshi Goto, is that right? Yes. What are this? What's their te- their team name? Uh, like the Crazy Dogs. The Crazy Dogs or the Mad Dogs? So yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah. All right, so we got Saito, Miss Elizabeth, Raging Hir- Staff. There's a lot of cool names. Hiroyoshi Saito Tenzon. Just, he has the Wand Outlaws. Like NWO Crony too. He just has the. What H- Saito does? Yeah. 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 Saito's me looking dude. He's yeah. he's their Vincent. Bloated yeah. roid guy. Nice. All right. Good job. Good you job. Moving right along. Very nice. Conan, former Dungeon of Doom member Conan. Oh. Um, all right. So Conan really hits in the NWO, especially the Wolfpack. And then I guess yeah. the LWO stuff sort of happens. I don't know if we're going to have time to yeah. talk about that. But Conan is, you know, not wrestling good matches, but as a mouthpiece and as a, as a guy representing. And also, I guess maybe making this a little more racially diverse, like definitely makes it. It's it sort of changes the group, right? Yeah. Nobody like him before that, um, and he starts being you know more central to the promos than almost anybody else. Um, is, he's is he, got to go pretty high. Yeah, he's and the promos are good, right? Like and again, another one of the guys that like actually elevated his own stock. I think he might have to go either just below Bischoff or just ahead of Bischoff. You don't you, you think he's, you don't think he's higher than Buff or the Disciple? I, I think can't believe I, the Disciples are higher. <laughs> <so. laughs> All right, <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's uh, above Buff, you know, below we'll Disciple. Put Conan is number five, but Disciple stays where he is. All right, Co- no, Conan will be six. That way, Disciple yeah. stays five. Okay, all right, yeah, Conan. Yeah. Uh, Viva La Rosa. We didn't see Nash. I guess we could. Yeah, I guess it's probably time to talk about Nash. Um, just get him out of the I way. I just want to save it for the end, though, because I just feel like he's... I the... feel like we might... Because I almost wonder if, if we're going to re- reach a point where we say that Nash is the most important member of the NWO. That's the thing. Yeah, let's save it. Let's save it and he we'll is. decide. We'll decide. Yeah. He is. All right, well, we, what, what, if we just put Nash at the top right now, we don't even need to talk about it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, really. Let's, let's just talk a little bit about Nash, though, just as, you know, the guy here. Like, I... You know, he, he wins this whole thing. Like, yeah. he... There's like so I don't know. This is it's the perfect vehicle for like the guy that understood wrestling in such a hilariously cynical way. Yeah, to be meta. Nobody else really compares to. Yeah, he's just completely unleashed. Uh, You know, he he was like trying to do the stuff in WWF too. You know, he was like the cool Diesel and the shooty stuff. You know, that like that. He was always on this trajectory to be this type of character. And this, yeah, the reins came off. And he um, wasn't a nerd. Like, he wasn't, like, like he would, you know, he would lay down when he felt like laying down. He would just, like, needlessly make people look like shit when he wanted to. And he understands that it's, like, nobody actually really, that doesn't matter, you know? Yeah, like, I guess. Not, like, people just go crazy talking about the, like, you know, 
the selfishness of these people that they've never fucking met. Yeah. Um, the yeah. finger poke obviously and, is so such a such a big and the 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 Goldberg thing, which obviously for you and me, we never got to really talk about it. <laughs> right. Right. But it wasn't the but move, like, right? The point of the Goldberg thing is like it's just. You know, Nash just seeing wrestling as, like, a way to, like, make money and not being, like, a complete... Like, I just feel like there's the narratives you get about, like, these top wrestlers, like, oh, oh, they, like, they didn't do the politics hard enough or they, like, actually fully bought into the idea that they would, like, lose something if they fake loss to fake fight. Sure. Like, Nash kind of occupies the middle ground of that shit. But that's the thing, um, right, is when, when you get... So he's so confident in the fact that wins and losses don't matter. Like, that's his whole yeah. deal, you know, it's... Because they don't. It's so... Sure. It should be obvious but to anybody. He's know? so confident about it that he does a thing like having himself end the streak in a shitty yeah. way, you know? Um, I think that I... I we're not going to say that that was the right decision, right? Not for no. Yeah, no, nobody, nobody would ever say that. Goldberg's still rich, and, he's and Goldberg still did rich. fine. He did, he did yeah. fine. He just, he just uh, main evented Mania last year <laughs> again. Yeah, and fucking crazy. Yeah. yeah, and it's like you know WCW went under, but it's like why should he give a shit? You know, it doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the the bodies in his wake. I love that. Yeah, I guess yeah. that's that's this is all part of the 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 sort of mythology of kevin nash is that he was a guy who just sort of he had his own playground here and they let him he, he was allowed to do whatever he wanted and he burned it to the ground along the way um this is i right. mean what was his quote about it in one of those you know incredible shoots or whatever like everybody calls it a business but like the second you treat it like a business you're seen as like a piece of shit or whatever. Right. Yeah. Which sure. is like, obviously like kind of like, you know, I'm not going to like feel bad for you that you've been like victimized, but like it is, it is true. You know, like, <laughs> this is a great, he feels like the only guy that kind of like understood what wrestling was and like was able to like scheme his way through it without just completely falling apart or coming off as like just completely detached. Well, he knew how to squeeze it for the last few drops of juice. Is kind of the thing. Yeah. He he can he can watch. He can blood like, he's, from a stone. Yeah, he's like he's watch he's watching as he books it. He's watching the money run out. You know, like in two thousand, yeah. he's he's the guy with the pen and he's watching the ink fucking start to dry up. And he's you know, he figures out how to. I guess he, there's some crazy Time Warner contract that he gets right. Doesn't he? He gets like bought out or something. Makes a ton of yeah. money to sit at home for a year, and then he signs a huge contract with WWF. WWE, and he brings back the NWO. And he brings, and yeah. somehow he, he and, does it again. And then, and he wrestles like three months and blows out both of his quads. One of yeah. the funniest moments we were watching. Doesn't it. need to work WrestleMania 17. Yeah. WrestleMania 18, I should say. Like, because he was apparently in standby uh, to be in, in case Hall in case Hall could wrestle for reform. I didn't know that. Which is so funny. That's great. That's great. Yeah, Nash's Nash's uh, 2002 run is just nothing. And then, like, yeah. oh, oh uh, I guess like the CM Punk shit and like the fucking <laughs> the sledgehammer ladder match. You know, I, we've talked about it on the show briefly. It's a match that I, yeah. I like quite a bit, actually. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. sledgehammer ladder match. Um, yeah, Kevin Nash's. <laughs> that's the thing. Is he? He did kind of destroy the company, and who cares? You know, like yeah, it, fucking it was good. It was going to happen either way. You know? It was like, yeah, it, it might the not one been... or the best argument for Nash is that is that is really that the okay. So he he says in like a shoot, it's like, you know why we went over Bill? 
because we went up and we worked in fucking uh, Uniondale or something, and he wasn't getting cheered. He was getting booed. And yeah. he didn't, <laughs> and if, well, why couldn't you just make the NWO, especially with the fucking wolf pack? Why didn't why not just make them baby faces up north or something? Yeah, I'm well. You so, could do two things, man. Yeah. No, I mean, there's yeah. This it's. He had a lot of ideas, and he like had his own perception of the of the world and how how the fans saw him. And you know, he he was always on top. Like he's immediately when he goes to the WWF in '93 or '94, or whatever. He's, you know, Vince is immediately like, "You are a, a seven foot tall walking bag of money with great hair." Like, you know, like nobody ever said no to him ever. And I yeah, maybe that's bad. Well, you know? <laughs> he did have those kind of ridiculous, you know, early, like, WCW, get, like, Oz or whatever. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, what was it, Dusty hated him or something? Somebody hated him, right? Watts. Watts hated him, that's right. Because he was smarter than people. Yeah. You know? No, and he talked He talked a lot of shit. A big, tall guy with beautiful hair who talks a lot of shit. Like, he's, you know, big sexy. He's, he's like, that person in a locker room with, like, that much old school testosterone you know it's gonna be he's gonna be the guy that they fucking hate like immediately um yeah he's a he's a pretty toy he's a pretty boy but he can kick my ass because he's like yeah a fucking giant and he's super witty he's like it's crazy crazy guy number one yeah i think that's the thing is i guess i didn't want to just i guess we're looking at a one two three of of nash hall and hogan but yeah you know it well, gets and i just Go ahead. I think as a as a wrestler and a character and with the whole kind of NWO like meta narrative, which like is inseparable from the whole thing of just like guys, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. conning Eric Bischoff out of money and uh-huh. shit. Yeah, <laughs> like he's just one he's of the just, coolest parts about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, he's just obviously like none of this shit gets done without his brain. Yeah, I guess he is sort of. Yeah, he is. He's in the driver's seat, um, in many ways. Um, yeah, Nash, number one with the bullet. You know, undeniable. Uh, all right, let's see. So they do take a little break here from actually getting a bunch of new members, and it looks like. Um, do you see anybody? Does it look like there's any additions here? Hart comes. Uh, Brett Hart comes in after the Canada, after the Montreal Screwjob, right? Yeah, um, but that's what. First, we have to add Kurt Hennig and Rick Rude, and we have to add them. You know where? Real fucking well. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. rude. Because I love I love Rick Rude. Rick Rude didn't do anything. No, but Rick yeah. Rude couldn't fucking work. But he he's he, is that the, he came there second after Raw. Yeah. He, when he appears on Raw and Nitro the same night, right? Yeah. Um, he leaves. He takes the the Turner money after, and he just screws over. Basically, the, the DX almost could have been fucked from that, right? Like, that's. Yeah really bad that's a really bad look for them early on into their their run um and at the same time dx is feels like it's just a knockoff nwo anyways right like because it is in theory it's it's south park nwo (laughs) (laughs) that's great um yeah so i guess rude i mean i think with rude the problem is too like a lot of these guys it's like oh what did these guys like get to do and like uh, with these new characters, where it's like Rude was already a heel, he was already like the character that just had gone. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it was just the nostalgia act, like very clearly. And he's not um, gonna fight for the mic with like Rude's a good promo, a hell of a promo, right? But like he's he's not the kind of guy who's gonna be like he, he he's not sharing a promo time with Conan. Like no, he wouldn't want uh, but, to. Like, but at that point, he's he's the manager 
for fucking Kurt Hennig, a guy who didn't need a manager. Sure. Who, who was given a manager repeatedly through his career, even though he's one of the best promos. Also, why is he was only in the in the NWO because it made sense to fuck with Flair? Or it it didn't work. It was stupid. It wasn't. Hennig is like a bottom tier member. He turns because, on the he turns on the Horseman at in the War Games match, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, and he, the he famous I gave you my spot, and then the my spot, not my dog spot, not my liver spot promo with uh, <laughs> with Nash's arm talking about. Drinking yeah. forty beers, yeah, and with his, the cooler. Uh, average so skills. Yeah, didn't somebody was like really hurt by that, right? Like, Arn was apparently hurt, but I feel like it's been blo- so it's been overstated. I think Flair was more hurt on Arn's behalf, and sure. I was like, Rick, dumb son of a bitch, who gives a shit? It's yeah. the business. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But Flair Forget is it. a much more stable man. Was yeah. this before? Because was this before the DA the DX blackface stuff? Yeah, that's yeah. ninety eight. Yeah. Yeah, that's so it's the, like they the nation really feud. were like, okay, how do we do that angle? And just kind of, <laughs> you know, took a little, little further. A little further, just a little bit. Yeah. Um, all right, Rick Rude uh, goes above. He's below the giant, right? Because he didn't work, and he like nothing about that works, right? Is that too yeah, far? Yeah, I agree. And then Hennig is at least the giant. It was like you know he's like a new wrestler that people are excited about. Whereas Rick Rude, yeah, like, okay. Well, the giant again, again. The giant has good stuff in the NWO, but it's just it almost kills his career. Is yeah. the reason the giant's so low? I think um, Hennig <laughs> is be- he's better than Horace. He's better than Bubba. He's in, he's in the group longer than Bubba. At least he's got like a better reason for joining. What do you think, Siobhan? Where you, where you liking Hennig in that Kyle Petty area there? <laughs> Just below Kyle Petty area. Siobhan. Oh, no. We've lost Siobhan. Are you there, Paul? I'm here. All right. Siobhan, if you can hear me, um, we'll see if we can get you back here. It looks like she's still here. might just be muted. I'm here. There you are. Hello. Uh, Siobhan. accidentally muted. That's all right. That's a frustrating thing when you see that light on. Um, Muda, Bubba, Horace. Where do you think Hennig goes in that area, right? I think Hennig goes. I think Hennig goes uh, above Muda, but below Kyle Petty. Oh, <laughs> this was yeah. such a good idea. I told you this is a good idea. Such good a good idea. idea. <laughs> uh, All right, so let's talk NWO Japan. We got uh, Kojima. Uh, where the fuck we? Basically, the same spot as goddamn Tenzin. Really. <clears throat> I think that's a little high for Kojima. I think Tenzin is just so so typically uh team 2000 i think of yeah. when i think of team 2000 i gave you saito saito's up high i think we got to go kojima is like above horus but below Bubba. yeah yeah because you know the thing of it is like we don't think about kojima doesn't become a guy until he leaves for all japan and yeah. becomes the, the right. boff guy which is yeah. fucking awesome this is so good uh, the, the nose tape and shit like he's just he he gets a he, he grows into a look and yeah when he goes to mlw <laughs> that's really what saved kojima was mlw <laughs> Okay, yeah. so we got Brian Adams. Oh, well, I thought we were doing NWO Japan. That's an NWO. He isn't. He isn't. Well, he's both. So okay. I don't know. Let, let's we, leave we him off. Come to him in a minute. This. Let's let's just do the yeah. Japanese guys for now. Uh, uh, Big Titan. Not a Japanese man, but he was never part Rick, of NWO. Wait, Rick, Rick Bogner? Rick Bogner. Fake Rick Razor? Bogner, that kind of is extremely sick that he was there. And in some ways, he's like, god damn. That's so funny, fake razor. <laughs> yeah, he should be like above Kojima. <laughs> yeah, all right, below Bubba. All right, and what's his name? Big Titan. Yeah, he would have been awesome in the Wolf Pack. 
but I don't think I don't think Nash would have done that to Hall, but that would have been an extremely <laughs> sick move. I wonder if Hall even knew. And... Do, you, do you think he Scott Hall knew that? Do you think even he knew there was a fake razor? Like, <laughs> was he even aware? <laughs> oh, bro, make paychecks good for him, man. <laughs> yeah, right. That's exactly what he would say. That's great. <laughs> That's so good. Um, okay. Uh, you got any more from from Japan? No, it's the same ones, except for uh, Brian Adams, but we'll get to him when we talk B-team. I guess, yeah, when does the B-team stuff, when do we really get into that? Because um, That's extension of uh, NWO Hollywood, uh, Wolfpack stuff, so... Okay, so Scott Hall wins World War Three in 97. That's so bizarre. A, a WCW title shot in the future. Like, that's bizarre to me. Who does he... It's really goofy, yeah. Who does he face? Does he face Hogan? Any Any memory of that? I think he faces Sting. He faces Sting. Okay, yeah, that makes, makes sense. Weird. <laughs> At Super Brawl or something. No, that's how... I don't fucking... I think maybe he just straight up gives the shot he, to fucking Hogan. He gives it over to Hogan. Weird. Dude, oh, that God. that fucking sucks. Yeah. Uh, it's fucking like, rough. He's, he's drinking a lot here, though, right? Okay, so... Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's not in good shape. So, here's the thing about Bret Hart. I love Bret Hart. Bret Hart is a terrible NWO member. Oh, yeah. I guess... Yeah. I, it's literally... I, I think it's like you couldn't come up with a worse one. When does he join exactly? Like mid ninety eight. Yeah, it's a little later. He because he comes in and he 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 feuds with the uh, with the uh, I guess Flair, a little bit at first. Is that right? I mean he <sighs> he just floats around. Bret, they get Bret Hart. They get the fucking ace from the other company, and then he just kind of floats around for a while. So and he wasn't strange. even on bad terms with like Nash and Hall. He was rumored to be the third guy. He like he was almost he was almost on the fucking plane to Atlanta. Yeah, it was Sean that he hated. I mean, like Nash Nash and Brett have had their, you know, Nash has plenty to say about everybody, obviously, but it was it was Sean that Brett hated. You know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Because it doesn't really get acrimonious until night until those two leave. Yeah. Yeah. Because they were a good. There's buffer no buffer. The yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's see here. 98. We're in 98 now. I don't think anybody's really joined in. Stevie Ray, Sting. Well, we gotta talk Stevie Ray first. All right, Stevie yeah. Ray. And now, does Stevie Ray uh, turn on Booker? Yeah. What happens there? Do you remember? I have no. I have no memory of that. Is it he, just... he turns on Booker, and but it, it's not, I don't remember there being like a protracted feud. I think he just joins. Yeah, yeah. And then Booker's a singles guy, and he wrestles Benoit a lot. Um. Right, that's yeah. all. That's all in the same kind of. He immediately just becomes a singles guy, and it's just like, oh, my yeah. brother's over there doing that. Whatever. I'm gonna wrestle Chris Benoit uh, nine times in a row. I'm gonna wrestle Perry Saturn. Yeah. Shit. yeah, yeah, awesome. Uh, Booker <laughs> T, early star making stuff. Um, Stevie Ray, a guy that I never was impressed by as a kid. Like he's not Stevie Ray's not the kind of a wrestler that you that a little kid enjoys. You know, he no. like a lot of yeah. trash talk, a lot of like his offense like does it's not pretty, that's for sure. Is Stevie Ray good? No, not really. Okay. Yeah, I mean just like one of the kind of just an all time other guy in a tag team. Ah, uh, sure. He is he's good in the team, maybe? If you he's watch fine those... in the team. Okay. But, I haven't watched a Harlem uh, Heat. Like, Harlem Booker is so much more fun as a solo guy. Like, yeah. yeah. Interesting. And and Booker all of Booker's teams other than Har- Harlem Heat are better. Like the the dream team of is ironically it's some combination of regular Harlem Heat and Harlem Heat 2000. If Ahmed Johnson, my man, isn't <laughs> a completely like desiccated fucking corp, somehow both desiccated and extremely bloated corpse. Wh- what's his name? Is it Big T? 
Big T. Big T. And they screwed over the rights over who can be T. Who is T? The match, the the stipulation is the winner gets the T. That's so good. Uh, And you're like, that would have been such a sick team. And then Stevie Ray, because Stevie Ray was a good talker, and he was actually a very good announcer. Yeah. Uh, But... Well, he's got a signature, uh, like, weapon, right? He's got the slapjack. The slapjack. Like, that's all cool stuff. I mean, he left an impression on me as a kid, even though I never, like, was impressed by his work, really. Um, I think he's a, I think he's a high-level member, actually, especially for talking B-team stuff, which we're going to get into a little bit. He was um, the leader of the B-team without any qualification, so... Yeah. What I do you think? think? NWO Sting? Hmm. I think NWO... I think put him above NWO Sting. Yeah? Yeah. Paul? Stevie Ray? Yeah, Stevie Ray. New 11? Uh, you think it's too high? I think it's too high. You know? All right. I just think NWO Sting is... Maybe, maybe you put him above uh, Miss Elizabeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's you... not like bottom tier. But then I again, just, you put him below Vincent extremely raw. Yeah, we so... can't put... We can't have the two black guys next to each other. Sorry. Yeah. We just can't do it. All right, I'll put him below Hiro Saito. Up... Yeah, okay. Sorry, Paul. What'd you got? What'd you got? No, no, no. It's, it, it doesn't matter. No, it's it's fun to have contentious. Uh, but I know we're looking at the yeah, tw- a, twenty-five good. minutes just, left to go here. So. I feel like he might be above Chono, but maybe. I'm, but I don't. I don't feel like he's above Vincent. I'm starting to. So maybe know, we move, starting to get inside my own head. No, we no, we can move Vincent up. This is why I wanted you two to be able to edit the doc because I wanted you two to be able right. to just move shit yeah. around while I wasn't looking. And I'm I like, would Wait throw a Vincent above Chono, uh, but then we also just have them back to back. But. No, I th- yeah. all right. Maybe that's telling. Siobhan, Vincent, up? Well, we there's a way to split them, because I actually know I have an answer for you, and it's it's complicated in its own way, but okay. here's what we do. <laughs> here's We're what we do. We put show. Vincent above NWO Sting. Uh-huh, okay. I'm, I'm down, yeah. Oh, no. Now it's Woe Sting. <laughs> Fucked up. He'll be fine, buddy. <laughs> Fucked up. And then, all right, all right. And then, get rid, get rid of that slot, and then... Because then you put in Stevie Ray behind NWO Sting, but you put regular Sting behind Stevie Ray. <laughs> even though Wolfpack Sting with the oh. red face paint lips, Sting being in the NWO is really stupid. Yeah, yeah the, I mean, it's the worst thing. It just makes the whole concept cease to matter. He's still good, though. He's, he's like, in the big Wolfpack promos, he's, like, screaming. He's, he's really like, valuable. You know who yeah, He's doing a good job. It's just the whole fucking point it's of stupid. the... Yeah, the stable verse company thing. Well, it's part of the reason out the window. The giant's so low is because none of it made sense. And the the real guy we can set we can use as our sacrificial lamb of like why this is so fucked is Lex Luger in the Wolf Pack. Oh That's yeah, really, does, that doesn't work at all. That doesn't make any sense. And he it's does like, not have any energy. Like he's not like Sting is like looks like he's having fun. Luger looks like he's dying like he looks like yeah he's... luger is done until the total package run basically right okay which all right is so fucked from where he was the year before 11 vincent 12 nwo sting 13 stevie ray 14 is sting yeah <laughs> oh man all right and then uh, okay sting i think we'll put luger like sub big titan you know he's like you yeah, think so <laughs> he's like sub giant maybe fuck I, he's yeah he's bottom of the barrel um, okay. I just, again, with the Sting thing. How low? Like, How low on Luger? Every, lo, below everyone, but maybe DiBiase. Paul? Uh, I mean, it's hard to justify putting... No, I mean, yeah, I, I would put him... Because it's the same shit with NWO Sting or whatever, or Wolfpack Sting, where it's like, 
this fully defeats the concept. Yeah. Just like on its face. Plus, he fucking sucked at that point. In that it was role. just such a zilch. Like, okay. Yeah, whereas like at least NWO's thing, Wolfpack's thing was like fun to watch do shit. Okay. But it's like Luger as the original, like, you know, guy that goes over Hogan or whatever. Yeah, and also, yeah, so the same reason we had Giant so low is because it, like, it just didn't make any sense, and Luger, but, like, Giant still has matches, like, Giant still looks good in some of that, like, he wins World War Three or whatever, right? Like, um, yeah. he still looks like a beast, he's still built pretty good Luger for part of Luger is, like, the Nothing. fifth or sixth most important member of the, of the Wolf Pack. Pack, and there's six members yeah. of the Wolf Pack, yeah. And, All like, right. for a guy who's, like, probably gets the biggest, like... Uh, the biggest sort of like moment going over the NWO in the entire like brand's run for him to be that is just a fucking bummer. Yeah, so it's, that's the thing about the, the the Luger title win is like just such a shot heard around the world sort of thing where it happened on TV and it was so exciting and it felt like anything could happen. Uh, finally, you know, a, a blow against the the assault that's hit us for a year plus now. That like you know a, we a Piper put him to sleep once like that's all we got yeah. and he didn't win the belt. Yeah, title match. Yeah, it was the peak of it too. I mean, you assume it's all preface to the Sting payoff, and then that's a fucking disaster. But yeah. there isn't another moment like that. Well, yeah, the Luger win happened in the middle of the build to Sting as well. So like yeah. yes, so yeah, that's definitely yep. All right, Luger. I put Luger. I put Luger above. VK Wall Street, just because I think it's really funny to yeah, have IRS. Yeah, yeah. VK Wall Street just sucks shit. Man. I don't know if we're going to find somebody worse. Uh, although, yeah. we, we, I guess we, it, it's almost time to talk about Brian Adams. Um, let's talk Brian Adams. Let's talk about Brian Adams. Fuck Kona Crush. It's Brian weird. Brian Adams is all right. I yeah. I, you know, I, I was talking with Eric about like his like all the big guys that he liked from... Uh, from the the 93 94 you know like the yeah. the, the berserker types 92 going back a little bit yeah um, the uh tail end of hulkamania but right going into new generate it's the new generation roster more or less but not the new generation aesthetic well it's like all these guys like ludwig borga you know and and uh adam bomb these guys are all yeah. being like built up to th- these are guys you could conceivably conceivably see doing like a three-month house show tour with hogan 87 which is kind of like they got a bunch of those guys, and I was talking to him. I was talking about Adam Bomb. He didn't really like Adam Bomb, but he likes Crush. Eric's a big Crush guy, so I don't know. I I, I feel like Crush was a guy that I loved as a kid because he had the coolest look, um, especially when he was a babyface. Um, and then you know, him versus Savage was definitely the first ever false count anywhere match I'd ever seen. First ever like Texas Death style. What a cool match! Yeah, fan of that match. I think it's a cool match. Uh, you know, where do we put this MF though? Uh, I don't know. That's the thing. I, I, I what is he? he he's around. Was... He's in the biker gang, right? In '97. Yeah, he's in DOA. Yeah. What is he? Just is he still Crush? Yeah, he's Crush, right? Yeah, he's Crush. Skull. Eight Ball. Chains. Chains was Chains. Brian Lee's name. Chains. Yeah. That's Brian Lee. Okay. And Brian the... Lee is Adam Bomb. No. No, Brian, Brian Lee. No, Brian Lee is the Fake Undertaker. Brian Clark Blake is Adam Clark. Bomb. The Bryans. Well, ladies and gentlemen, so damn, the Bryans. There's so many tall-ass, like, Bryans who do a choke slam. Yeah, Brian Nash, we all know. 
Um, they're fully indistinguishable. Yeah, and they are. Adam Bomb is cool, but they didn't know what the fuck to do. He's like work, working like Barry Windham and shit in '95. I like Adam Bomb a lot, actually. Yeah. Almost, yeah. almost disappointed in Eric for that take, but uh, maybe you need to talk fucking Wrath. Wrath was cool as shit. Yeah, Wrath is Wrath is so cool. Wrath. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the Wrath action figure, the WCW like '98 era. Uh, just I, that was my champ forever, forever. Um, yeah, I think he beat the streak. Actually, I think he actually beat Goldberg's streak in my fed. Yeah. Um, all right. So the split happens in um, May of '98. Kevin Nash and Randy Savage appeared wearing black shirts with a red NWO logo, as opposed to the familiar white logo. Um, and this was after Bret Hart joined. I guess yeah, Bret Hart laid Hogan's body over Randy Savage. Hogan won, wins the title off of Savage. Um, not really sure how Savage got the belt. It's all a bit of a mess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's it's a bit of a mess. Uh, but then we get the Wolfpack, and the w- Wolfpack is, I guess, Nash, Savage, Conan, Elizabeth, Hennig, and Rude to start. And then I guess Sting joins pretty soon. Scott Hall is like a... Scott Hole? Sounds like I said Scott Hole. Scott Hole. That's a... That's a Different. He's in, he works in a different industry. Um, he sort of teases joining, but then he he doesn't or something. Hall is like barely around in this era because he's yeah. constantly in rehab. Yeah, he's such a, oh man, he was he was he was down on him, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I do have this here. Uh, May twenty fifth, ninety eight. Lex Luger joined the Wolf Pack, stating in quotes, "It just feels right." <laughs> Dude, that's. Cock. Yeah, Cock. and then he just, he asked Sting we, we to do have the a same. Drop of just, we don't have the time to edit it in, but just a drop of Neil Diamond Cutter calling Atticus Coger a cock. Yeah, that was a great moment. Neil Diamond Cutter. Uh, Paul, you you are not watching any ICW and HB these days, are you? No, I'm not watching shit. That's but fair. Neil Diamond Cutter, I've seen a bit of. Very sick. All right, all right, yeah, he's the best. Um, all right, he so Neil he, Diamond Cutter in the NWL. Uh yeah sure sure anyway yeah (laughs) he uh so luger tells sting that he should join too and sting joins a week later and then (laughs) that's so sting sting is the dumbest sting is the worst horseman of all time that's definitely i mean he's canonically like the dumbest yeah constantly gets turned on yeah yeah it isn't where it's not like an r-truth like just like being in the wrong place at the wrong time it's like uh, he just uh, he just he just yeah. makes bad decisions. Yeah. Yeah. Again, he's just putting. No his wonder hand on he became the insane icon. Yeah. Yeah. He goes. Yeah. He gets no, Joker I fight mean, eventually. The um, whole thing's a Joker origin. Let's see. All right. Brian Adams. Did I put him on the list? I guess I didn't. Did I? No. Nah, no. Nah. Let's put, just put him above. Put him in, but above like Kojima. Maybe. Yeah. Under under Big Titan. Did I miss somebody yeah. under Big Titan? Was there somebody else? Uh all right, Brian. Paul Martin from Dinner in a Movie? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, I forgot that was a huge turn. Yeah. Um. All right. All right. Uh, Scott we Hall. Missed, um. Fucking Steiner. Okay. No, I'm getting oh, the Steiner. Yeah. I'm gonna get the Steiner. I'm saving Steiner. Okay. Yeah. I was saving Steiner for a minute. I just wanted to say, summer of '98, Hogan and Bischoff feud with Leno and Carl Malone. <laughs> Um, and then while well, Kevin Nash is, uh, I guess, feuding with Scott Hall. Um, and then eventually that's when the warrior comes in is in uh, August or yeah, September. Yeah. 
We've just um, completely lost the plot at this point. This is when it's just, you know. It's a fucking nightmare. And the TV it's is just, really bad. It's pre-Hogan. It's pre-NWO Hogan, just under a different name, basically. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're back, in the, back in the Dungeon of Doom, except it's, like, way less hokey, way less fun, and nobody's getting over, except for the same guys who have been getting over the last two years every fucking Monday. Um, yeah, all right. Let's do Steiner. Um, Scott Steiner joins. When does he join? He, he joins when, 90, when early 98. It looks like it's around um, the split, right? Where yeah, Wolfpack happens, and that's when... Does Steiner's gone for a while, and then he returns, and he looks like that? Is that right? Maybe, maybe. I remember maybe. just being like, that's not Scott Steiner. Like, that, that can't be Scott Steiner. Yeah. <laughs> that's not what Scott Steiner looks like. I think... Yeah, I, Steiner, I think, is the one guy in this conversation that has a chance of breaking into the top three, into the three. outside I, of the... I think you're right. I, I just... He... What can you say? You know, he's well, so fun. He is one, He's the only guy who feels like he could have carried the NWL on his own. He's yes, the only guy... He's, he's like sure. the only guy who breaks out of this and becomes a bigger star in a singles capacity. Nobody else... Yeah. Gets bit. I mean Nash, I guess, but like for the most part, Nash no- Bagwell Steiner, basically. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Ba- Bagwell's Bagwell's done. You know, he's dead in the water. The second Nash, he wrestles Booker yeah, T on breaks- Raw, like. Oh, I mean that plus like the broken neck, the all broken- that shit. Like sure, and then Judy Bagwell. Yeah. There's a lot of yeah. There's a lot. They do a lot of they do buff. <laughs> they do buff Forward dirty for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I all mean, right. I just you know. How much darker are the last like 25 years of pro wrestling if we never get Steiner in the NWO and he just kind of like never gets we never truly see what lives inside this guy's brain. Yeah, we never yeah. we never get the math. We never get the math promo. We never get the, the, the Joe matches, you know, like or the Joe matches is just one match. I forget. Um, yeah. He's fat. He's fat. <laughs> we never get the clip of him saying he's fat. Him uh, fucking playing Randy Newman short people on the way to the ring. <laughs> That's right. Chris Nowinski, which is a babyface move, but it's still insane. Oh my I God. don't think there's ever, there's a wrestler that's like brought me greater joy. I guess you're Scott right. Steiner. I what just, is- I think it's like, and I, he's also just perfect for the NWO. Has some legit great shit. I mean, the Goldberg feud is like, uh, that shit's awesome. That's post like, NWO kind of right. That's post what? That's post NWO, like the fall brawl, like the two thousand match. NWO is not around then, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it still, happens. we don't probably don't get that. Like he is, he is he's the guy like who broke the out. Only guy doing interesting stuff after the company falls apart. Yeah, like as like a main event guy. Well, I can tell um, you what he. Uh, I watched him versus Sid at Starcade two thousand recently. Not so hot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not I mean, so hot. But I, I, yeah. I, you know, who's to blame for not that? Being... No one in particular. 2000 said no i just think he's yeah i mean he's one of the best characters in the history of pro wrestling the big pop, yeah. pop character yeah it 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 you know and it sort of for me it like legitimized roid freaks as something i would enjoy because yeah i was not i always like oh you know big mo-. i was like you know i didn't like that as a as a, as a nine-year-old as a nine-year-old smart yeah. i liked fucking benoit and i like bret hart or whatever um and then you know this is one of the first guys who, like, in 2003 or whatever, when I was like, you know, and he had that fucking siren that was his entrance music. Oh, yeah. And the crazy shit with Stacy Keebler and just, and, and who is it? It's him and, uh, it's not Test. 
No, it is test. Is no, it, it test? test. Yeah. That's so good. That's I remember watching that as a 14-year-old and being like, this guy, I don't know if he can work anymore, um, which I, I was wrong, he could. Um, but he wasn't. Like, Steiner No. 03 is terrible. But Yeah, I mean, it's just a, it's a Triple H Royal Rumble match. Yeah, or, yeah. It's rough. It's, he just had, blows him up or whatever. Yeah. Uh, you know, but still, there's still, I bet you watch those promos. I bet he definitely schools Triple H in those promos leading up to that. Um, yeah. I put Steiner at two. Yeah, I like it. it. Yeah, I, right. I think that's uh, that's that's like the real big greatest gift we got out of this whole exercise. Yeah, well, that we we really we we boiled it down. Um, all right, Horace joins after Halloween Havoc to help. <laughs> I guess to help him fight Warrior or something. I don't know. I believe Disciple turns on him too, which is a really funny part. Okay, okay, that's uh, so funny. Yeah, it's a thing. Um, I guess that's mostly the, the main group, right? Because they they break up. Um, they, then finger poker doom reunion, yeah. Right, and, and then what? Do you want to include like the two thousands? I mean, ninety nine has like a few different members. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna really I mean, dig what? in here and see if I if I missed anybody before. So Louis Spicoli, um, apparently was a member. Uh, he was a he, he was on an episode of Thunder and was a valet for Scott Hall. Died a month later. I'm not counting that. No, all right. <laughs> uh, that would be alive for more than a month. After your damn, that's fucked up, man. Um, yeah. but I get it. Hey, I defend it. Uh, Barry Wyndham was tag team partner of Hennig, who is a part time. NWB team after the reunion and no, all right, all right, not counting that's, that. That's proto West Texas Rednecks. Right, all Mar- right. Mark so, Johnson, NWB uh, referee for Scott Steiner and Buff Bagwell. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. right. I think we're we're scraping the bottom of the barrel, but there's uh, three Rodman. guys left that we have to include. All right. Um, Rodman. We included Rodman. No, I think we put Rodman I don't think in. We've ranked him. Yet. We didn't we rank Rodman. We didn't rank him. That's stupid. Damn wow. it. Okay. Rank, rank, Rodman's number five. I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> That's so Maybe good. six. I, Nick Patrick. <laughs> Nick Patrick no, fucking rocks. I guess Sorry. Nick should fucking... stay in the five. What do you Nick think? Nick Patrick, yeah. the fifth most over man on the podcast. All right. He yeah. skipped a, He disappeared during the NBA Finals, man. Yeah. I just can't. I can't get over that. It's just. The worm. <laughs> he is the worm. Okay. All right. So, Double J. Oh God! As an NWO rules, but in, as an NWO member, no. Does Slapnut start during the NWO run? Mm, yeah. All right. Well, he goes up. He's uh, he's under Kyle Petty. <laughs> yeah, number two. No. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, he's under, yeah he's under the worm. Yeah. The Harris brothers could share one slot under uh, Kojima. Yeah. You're putting them that That's high kind of above high. Horace. You can't put all the bald guys together. <laughs> no, we got to put the Harris brothers just for. Uh, for ethical purposes, they need to go really low. <laughs> are they yeah, good? Yeah. Number, are they good in that era? Eighty-eight. Is that doable? They're not. No, they're not bad actually. They're just. Uh, they're just like not good either. Yeah, they're not never great. really good, right? They seem like nice guys. You know? That's well, they do seem like nice guys. We can't discount yeah. that. They are big Lucha Libre fans, undeniably. Right. Yeah. All right. The Harris twins are. Uh, yeah. Number eighty-eight. That's what I'm saying. Number Gerald and Patrick. Everybody. Ironically, for if they were at thirty-five, that's clo- that's very close. That's yeah. there. That's eight. You know, eight is the match yeah. number. There we go. All right, Her- Harris. Twin. And then, oh, you know, you know. Who <laughs> I just wrote Harris twin, to... one twin. <laughs> yeah. Which one? We don't. Know. Yeah. Okay, so objectively, you know who we have to count as. Uh... Okay, so we have two members left, really. Okay. Unless you. 
We'll do we'll Bro. do WWF too, but yeah. Exactly. We can't count. We're not counting the damn band. We can't count the band, but we can count 2002. Booker T. Yeah. How long is he in the group? Like a month and a half. I think he's in it enough. Does Sean super kick him out of it? Yeah, because he's he wants easily because of the gold dust thing, and he's like you're being annoying. Uh, Sean is probably worse than DiBiase. I, yeah, Sean's the Sean's yeah. He's bottom. the bottom. Yeah, he's, you're totally right. <laughs> he's always the bottom. But like, I mean, uh, he's always the yeah. bottom. We know this. Yay, we did it. <laughs> uh, Booker T. Oh, oh, that feels so good because I just completely forgot about his involvement in this whole thing. I would and book being book... able to finish this with just him getting shat on. Is That's exactly great. Yeah, let's put Booker ahead of the Harris twin. And yeah. <laughs> Under the Harris Booker, twin? Okay. He's the leader group. All right, all right. Even yep. though Booker as an NWO member could have been cool, it's just 2002 NWO was not cool. Yeah, no. no, no, definitely not. Um, da- David Flair? <laughs> yeah. You want to put David Flair in there? Nah. This is the it's NWO David Elite. Flair. This is the NWO Elite with Disco Inferno. Nice to get into what the fuck are we even talking about at that point, man? Rick fuck. Steiner is in the... He's inducted by his brother but never fully joined. What does that mean? What are you talking about? <laughs> Who wrote this fucking Wikipedia article? Uh, Tylene yeah. Buck? April Hunter? Madaja? Oh, we got to put Madaja. Madasha is, is cool, yeah. I'm thinking Madasha is like Madasha. Uh, where uh, where do you put in Madasha? Oh, I'm not. I'm not actually putting her on there. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know. Uh, Who else is? Is there anybody else? Oh, I, oh, oh, God! Actually, here's the four. Here is the only member of the NWO worse than Ted DiBiase, but better than Shawn Michaels, even though he's ooh. technically not a member. Okay. It's Vince McMahon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Because Sean is so Sean in the fucking leather kangle and shit. Yeah, Sean is the first. All right, so Vince McMahon, Vince McMahon is in the NWO briefly. He's the one who brought him in. You need a cancer to kill this. Oh, are we counting him as a member? I think you have to count him as as a guy. I think you only just to, to shit on him for being a bitch. Yeah, and also just only to, you know, look at how much it all goes to hell. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Are, are we doing... DK Wall Street is just beautiful. That is true. And it's accurate, though. Yeah. It's beautiful. That's right. Harris Twin, VK. All right. Disco. Are we doing Disco or are we leaving them out? Are we not counting that? I like that? a clean 40. I like yeah. a clean 40, too. <laughs> I like, I like well, I, the New idea York of 40. Disco getting left out is also very funny. Um, it never <laughs> died, though. It never died. No. Uh... All right. All right. It just became the Bullet Club. I think we did it. So we're gonna go. Do we go top to bottom or like one to forty or let's forty go, to one? Let's go forty. What's funnier? I think it's forty funnier. to one. I think it's funnier to go one to forty because we start. I well, I don't know. I don't know. All right. Coin toss. Uh, it's uh. All right, we're going top down. We're going one to forty. All right. Uh, I, I guess I'll do the honors. Um, I'm really excited to do this. So. This is, yeah. <laughs> All right. The, complete and, the incomplete and inaccurate ranking of every single member of the New World Order, for the most part. <laughs> um, number one, Kevin Nash. Number two, Big Papa Pump, Scott Steiner. Number three, Scott Hall, The Outsider. Number four, Hollywood Hogan. Number five, Nick Patrick. Number six, Dennis Rodman, a.k.a. The Worm. Number seven, six. That's a good joke. With eight X's. <laughs> With like eight X's. Number eight, 
the disciple. Oh, let's let's fucking go. Let's go. Number <laughs> yeah. nine, number nine, Conan. Number ten, Buff Bagwell. Eleven, Eric Bischoff. Twelve, Macho Man Randy Savage. Thirteen, nice. Vincent. Yes. Vincent. Lucky number thirteen. Yep. Fourteen, end of your sting. <laughs> 15 Sting made 14 that's insane he's so important to the whole origin of like, upper tier he's yeah. he's more important to the story than sting is which is why <laughs> yeah. we go 15 stevie ray 16 sting uh 17 masahiro chono 18 scott norton 19 hero saito that's ridiculous 20 <laughs> 20 <laughs> miss elizabeth number 21 hiroyoshi tenzan 22 kyle petty aka the driver uh 23 jeff jarrett slap nuts 24 <laughs> kurt hennig 25 the great the not so great muda uh still wrestling wrestled a match five days ago <laughs> took a flaming <laughs> got his kick head to... <laughs> kicked flaming leg. uh number 26 big bubba rogers number 27 uh big titan aka fake razor own rick fogner uh which is insane 28 big titan big titan uh, ladies and gentlemen big titan number 28 brian adams um summer of 69 29 satoshi kojima 30 horus what is there to say about <laughs> horus we've decided there's not much to say just into the absolute fucking drag uh, 31 dusty roads 32 the giant 33 rick rude 34 lex luger 35 booker t 36 harris twin 37 vk wall street 38 ted dibiase 39 vince mcmahon and 40 the worst member of the new world order sean <laughs> michaels <laughs> Mike, Mr. Hickenbottom. We did it. We got I'm, one, I'm happy. Balls. I'm very happy. With we this. got one minute left before before Paul had to go. Um, uh, anything you like to plug, Paul? Shit. Anything you like to plug? <laughs> you doing anything? No, nothing. Nothing. I'm You're not doing anything. You are one. Uh, of, you are one of my truly, truly my favorite people that I've ever gotten to know through Twitter. Um, oh, likewise. It's it's a it's a blast to be on the show. I I'd love to do more shit in the future. We Absolutely. Should, maybe the Podberg returns. Yeah, we have. Uh, I don't know, man. I I I want to do that too. I don't know. I just it'll happen sometime. I, it's it's all everything's so much work watching three minute matches and then editing a 40 minute podcast about said three minute match it's just so much work you know yeah uh we need a producer it's a powerful exercise siobhan <laughs> last finally getting on the absolutely show. paul absolutely man anytime oh. anytime i gotta run but y'all take care incredible job thank you man hey uh can i get a clean read can you say death to america uh death to america death to america thank you. death uh, to america <laughs>